Hey, Elden Lords. Welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 93. I'm your host, as always, the tarnished one, Sam Kingma. And joining me is my best friend and co-host, maidenless, Miles J. Miles, how have you been, dude? Harsh but fair. Harsh but fair. <laughs> the alliteration was too good to pass up, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. Well, fuck you, <laughs> Sam. Fuck you. Ain't got no maidens, dude. No bitches. No maidens. <laughs> so funny. Dude, what a, let me what just say, image. can I just say that it's been a great joy for me the last you know week or so. Now that the public has gotten their hands on Elden Ring and Miles, I don't know if you saw the the GamesIndustry.biz article today about the Elden Ring sales in the UK. The best-selling non-Call of Duty, non-FIFA game since Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. It's pretty crazy. Damn. It's fucking huge. It sold, for reference, it sold 2.5 times the amount Horizon Forbidden West sold. Just for, just for reference. And I know we love to dunk on that series, but that is, that is an IP sales juggernaut series. Just for perspective. Um, What's well, all 20 million units, the the first one? The first one, yeah, once it hit uh, Steam, it got over the line. But that's fucking crazy, and because all the normies are out here, we're getting lots of big memes. We're getting lots of big memes, like like no, <laughs> like no Maidenless. Maidenless and Fia simping. Yeah, it's just so fucking. That's it that I know of. Yeah, yeah, and like, and but there's also lots of other fun kooky characters like the pot guy and in Blade, uh, who's the guy with the the wolf wolf skin on his head. Um, game's awesome, dude. Game's fucking awesome. You might, you're probably actually. I don't know how much you've played. You're you probably are farther than me. Because that is a lie. Oh, really? Okay. How much have you played? I have only thirteen hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm farther. I only have the reason I say that. I only, I only have thirty two hours on my main character's account for um commission work. I've I've had to study the first uh basically continent, if you will, the first like collection of of uh regions that you can go and explore. How are you feeling? Sam, I knew this was going to be a good episode when I sat down for the first three or four hours of Elden Ring, and I walked away, and I said, oh, we're having a discussion today. Oh, my God. Oh, my We're having a discussion God. today, because, Sam, I played 13 hours of Elden Ring, and I'm feeling a fucking eight, which is not bad. Not bad at all. It's pretty good, yeah. Pretty great. It's pretty good, but... I'm like honestly where I thought the re- where I thought the reviews are gonna fall. I'm like yeah, I'm Metacritic 85 probably like 83. Yeah, I, I I here's the thing. Like I look at all the tens and I look at all like the praise and I'm just sitting here like, oh, this is a lot of people's first true open world game. That is why. And I and and I wanted to have a discussion. And this this we're opening with a discussion because sometimes we have some intellectual discussions before I start talking about babooning or whatever. It's like and, and the, the, peeing and all and that pissing, sh- yeah, <laughs> shit and pooping, <laughs> just, yeah, just just whatever garbage <laughs> we fucking inhaled that that week. We're gonna have a serious discussion about Elden Ring. 
Because I don't think Elden Ring is a bad game in the slightest. Not at all. But I do think that Elden Ring is the first time in a long time I have genuinely wanted to be like, wow, this might be overrated. Damn. And damn, he said it. Damn, he said it. I hate that term. He said it. He said it. Everybody. And I just want to say, I truly despise saying anything is overrated. He said the O word. Who the fuck am I, Sam? Who the fuck am I? Sam, my Twitter handle is no one asked. And and when people see opinions by me, they go, who is this guy? Who the fuck is he? I'm no one. I am, I am nothing. I am a tarnished of no renown, Sam. That is who I am. But like, I actually have been playing this game and, and I, and we had a discussion that lasted eight seconds on the last episode when we talked about cereal where, where we said, the difference between a good game in an open world and a good open world game. Yeah. And I think that this game is directly in the middle. I think this might truly be the the minimum tier of what I consider to be a good open world game. And also what you can uh, the, what you minimally consider to be a good open world game game too. Exactly. That that's the, the here's so here's the thing. I I I would give this open world a B tier. I give it B tier, which is like around where I'd actually put Death Stranding. So Damn, not bad. That's disgust. I think that's disgustingly low for for this. I I I I I would agree. I would agree. Uh, but like, I'm just so. Here's the thing, because I've been I've been dodging. I've been dodging. All right. I've been fucking iframe rolling through the questions that everyone's got right now. And I, the best way that I can describe Elden Ring is that I think it is great by default. So, like how Tim Rogers defines The Last of Us in Action Button Reviews The Last of Us, like a great yeah. masterpiece game by default. Yeah, where it's got high production value. It plays like Souls, which is one of the most cathartic, interesting gameplay systems of the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, the last 13 years, technically, Demon Souls. Um, it's a competent, good open world that doesn't fucking waste your fucking time. It's not like a checklist nonsense garbage game where, where there's just nothing. There's just nothing at all. Um, and it actually does pay dividends to this fantasy of, of exploring and, and getting to do things somewhat out of order. But I think that it is not the greatest take on an open world because I actually just think this game solidifies no matter how great your system is. RPG elements make every open world game worse just by default. Because exploration becomes a number-gated game where you will run into a scenario that you just cannot feasibly or realistically do in any reasonable amount of time because your level is simply too low. So, here's the deal. Which does minimize the amount of freedom that you have in the game. I agree if the game we were talking about is Assassin's Creed Odyssey where this is a huge problem with like that that's the first game that i think of that has this issue where you'll literally sail around to these different islands in the huge ass open world but you go attack an enemy and it's one level above you and but it, and it's you know demoted demoted with a skull and red and all that shit tell you that it's too much for you you can't fucking handle it 
and the, and the numbers don't check out. The numbers just don't check out. I don't really feel like that's that's the case in Elden Ring because when it comes to exploring the the sort of areas you're not supposed to be in cuz you can get you can go far. You can go wherever the fuck you want in this game. You really can. Go wherever, do whatever. And you're only real there's only so far like there's one key element of the game I gotta figure out, which is how to get to the sort of second set of levels, the sort of upper continent, if you will, um, of the of the map. But that whole first first like five, six pig huge regions, you can explore your your frenzy. Oh, you can explore. And, and shit and you Kaled, can explore. And here's the deal, shit and Kaled will fuck you up. If you're going there and you're less than like level ten, that shit will fuck you up. How however you you can you can run around them. You can you can run by the enemies if you want to see or check something out. Obviously, there's gonna come there is gonna come a time where you are gonna throw your hands up and say, "Ah, fuck this! I'm just I'm not really ready to handle this shit right now." Be it from like a, a difficulty perspective, you're getting fucking reamed by the enemies. They are doing a lot of damage. They're knocking you out. Like if you're a mage, or they're knocking you out in a hit or something. Yeah, you're gonna have to back off and go somewhere else but like that's the beauty of the game going somewhere else is interesting and fun. oh certainly i'm just i'm just saying that that going somewhere else is interesting the first playthrough probably the second and third but there is going to be an eventual wall that you will hit and and this is a wall that does not exist necessarily as hard in dark souls where there is just not this as massive of a level cap i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking but, but five like, years can, down the line but here, here's the thing though the way the soul the the way these games work and elden ring is 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 kind of the same way to to an extent although i feel elden ring is a if the i feel the the rpg i feel the stats a bit more in elden ring as opposed to dark the souls games definitely that i definitely agree with but these games just on the fundamental way they they work and operate and play you can in some extent ignore the rpg systems entirely i've been i can confirm this at least like with dark souls 3 i've beaten that game by at soul level one not leveling up a oh, yeah. single time it's and i i think that this is the, the this is the one where you feel the rpg elements and and i think that balancing was a huge consideration for this game as an open world because I, I I don't know what their intention was, but like those giants, you know, the ones that have like the holes in their stomachs with yeah. graves inside of them, or the yeah, swords the, the, on the back. best, uh, best grinding early game grinding uh, spot. I guess yeah, the they I disagree. They give you nothing. Oh, you get a hundred fucking no. You get a thousand. You get nothing. You get a thousand. I I've only no, gotten a hundred. You from are those insane. Guys. You are insane. I dude, I've fought these giants for forty minutes. You get a thousand, not a hundred. You have. I swear that you only get a hundred. At least no. the ones that I was fighting. No, I'll I, I I'll bet my whole fucking family. I'll bet my mother's soul on this one, dude. Darby. Okay. I'll bet my mother's soul that the you kill a giant, they drop a fucking thousand runes. I remember killing one and getting one hundred and fourteen, and I remember that number very specifically because it gave me pause. It made me go, what in the fuck? And, like, I, I've heard other people bring this up where they just, 
don't fight open world enemies because they're just not worth it. And and it's definitely it's been a fucking struggle to level up. I like cannot fucking level up because because just nothing gives me enough. It's and I'm fighting I'm fighting everything until I decided it's not fucking worth yeah, it. No, so, I'm fucking so, so here's the deal. Seventy so ass what, souls. What level are you at? What level are you at? Like twenty eight, thirty. Okay, low. if if you're at third, if you're at thirty. You're good enough to take on Stormvale Castle. You're good enough. Oh, I'm to- already in Stormvale Castle. I'm just, I'm just. I'm, yeah, no, you're I'm good. lamenting in. Yeah, I'm lamenting in general. I'm just lamenting like I'll get to a fucking you know lost grace, which is every five feet, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and, there's a lot. Yeah, and and I'll just be like, oh fuck, cool. All right, another like checkpoint where I just don't have enough. I'm just like, I'm just four hundred short or whatever. And then you go to the, Wait, the fucking your, next one. Wait, use your your inventory. Go into your inventory oh, and I, pick up I your do. rooms. That's the only way I ever level up is through these inventory items. Because there's, there's a lot just of the them. only There's I know, I know. And I'm and I'm 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 sus. It makes me sus, Sam. It just makes me sus that that there's just a billion of these items that you got to fucking crush instead of everything giving you a, a fucking decent ass amount of shit. But like, like there, I I'm 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 talking about levels here, Sam. I'm talking about levels, and and I I'm I'm seeing like this is this is a great game by default as I've mentioned. I just think that that I'm already like noticing a lot of weird things, like the fact that all the crafting items are exclusively crafting items, but roa berries become like the raisins you feed your horse, and the crafting ingredient for raisins is one roa berry and nothing else. So like. You just go into the menu, select craft raisins, and then hold up on the analog stick and convert all of your roa berries to raisins one for one. And I'm guessing it's because roa berries interact with another inventory item that makes them valuable as another crafting item. But it was one of those moments that just made me go, huh. Like the the crafting in this game is the most like, why why Why? are we here? Why are we here? It is pretty, like, here's the deal. Th- to some extent, this is, for the, for the record, just I- just items and consumables and shit in Souls games. The way I explain it to people, it's, of all the items you pick up on your first playthrough in Souls, about 15% are going to be relevant to your current playthrough. And the other 85% are for your other fucking playthroughs where you have to do some weird, obscure fucking thing. Where it's like, oh, finally, that's what the rubbish is for. I can trade it in for a twinkling chunk. Like, okay, I get it. I can trade in for a scale uh, or, you know, some shit like that. That's how I feel about the crafting items. Like, bone darts, which you just can have access to at the beginning of the game, are fucking god tier. Are so fucking good. It's if you if you have especially especially if you're running a dex weapon and you're and you're leveling up your dex decently, they scale an A with dex, dude. These bone darts, which you can craft for two thin beast bones, which you're getting all the time since step for the first step of the of the game, you 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 just have forty bones that do fucking 70 damage and come out fast and you can shoot them from like 25 feet away. It's great. But other than that and the poison darts, there's not really too, too much, or at least I haven't felt too, too much of a need to fuck with the crafting too much. 
Yeah, I, so I'm running an astronomer, and something in my bones tells me that people are going to be like, oh, the astronomer, that's a fucking nerds class. Like, I don't know, there's something in my bones. Every time I play a Souls game, I'm just fucking convinced that whatever class I pick is going to be the one that everyone dunks on for some reason. Damn. I don't know why. I just made I don't an know why. I just made an astrologer build, by the way. Um, yeah, because astrologer sounds cool and dope. It's and, fun. And no, it's it's yeah. an all. I, well, I don't know what you're doing. Mine was an all sorcery, no weapon, no melee weapon equipped whatsoever. Dual wielding the staff. That's that's what I did. Uh, in soul, I mean, I'm, I'm using. Good. I'm running a sword and a, and a sword and a shield because I haven't fucking found any any like. Other than the finger seal you start with, I, I got fucking no glint stones to cast with. Like you, you need to understand, like. I don't remember the last 13 hours that I played Elden Ring. It's all fucking blur. I didn't do anything interesting in that fucking time. And, like, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from. I fought the Tibia Mariner. That yeah, was cool. Tibia Mariner. That's yeah. a cool boss. A bolt that's boss. a great boss. I, I, think, I think that Elden Ring is not a bad game. It's a great game by default. But I, I also think that it is not at the level. I don't, I don't think it is at the level of like a breath of the wild Damn for miles. me. And and I'm 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 sitting here. I'm I'm sitting here in my gamer chair, my nice office gamer chair. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm playing this game and I'm just thinking like this is exactly what Breath of the Wild was in people's imaginations before Breath of the Wild came out. This is everyone's fantasy version of Ocarina of Time in an open world. Where there are no systemic elements, it's just the gameplay that they like, and they can go in whatever direction they want. Elden Ring is the game everyone wanted it to be, and that is awesome for everyone. Who is the name Miles J? <laughs> yeah, except for people like me who have been fucking blackpilled on the fact that, oh, open world games should be Sims. There is just no excuse for this not to be. Because that's, like, the potential of the open world. Like, even Red Dead Redemption 2 is, like, we've talked about how lame the shooting is. Like, that is a fucking sim-element-ass game. It oh, simulates a game the you, fucking wilderness. Yeah, you just, you let that game take you for a fucking ride. Really? Yeah, and, like, like you know what? Look, RDR2 is not my thing. Like, that, the, the fact that it's just, like, the crappy whatever, like standard ass gameplay but the open world is this very it's literally an immersive open world systems upon systems upon systems happen to create the chaos of the wilderness and to create you know a real immersive western town this idea of all of these systems that are not necessarily out of scope because the game is huge already yeah and 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 so like I remember getting to storm hill and jumping and being like oh I'm not at all affected by wind not a problem not a problem, but a missed opportunity. A moment oh that, that a moment that just made me go like, like this ain't this ain't a problem. But like, I'm surprised that they didn't go further with the open world, and also the fact that like the open world feels really controlled. It does feel really curated. Like everyone is talking about how dangerous this world is, and and the way that I remember they kind of talked about it at. Some it was like a, a GD, not a GDC, but you know, it was like a Tokyo game show or an interview, you know, some kind. They like basically mentioned the idea of like you could just be wandering around and then a fucking dragon swoops down and yeah. like I truly yeah. imagined like a fucking I, I, wilderness experience. I mean, 
I mean, it's not like nothing's randomly generated. It's all systems. But like, yeah, you will be fucking wandering around in the middle of fucking nowhere. And yes, a dragon will fucking swoop down on your ass. It happened to me multiple times. Oh, yeah. It's just just that that dragon is fucking awesome. That dragon is just always going to be there. Problem? No. But it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's the point that I'm trying to make is that, like, I think that the open world, the open world should be designed in everything except for the systemic possibilities of the open world. That is the open world experience, a curated landscape that allows for chaos. Oh, my and that's God. really hard to fucking do. Oh, dude. It's truly hard to oh, do. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never seen someone more coked out on fucking Breath of the Wild than this guy. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, you know what I'm going to do, Miles? You know what I'm going to do when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, man? I'm going to get on this show. I'm going to get on this fucking show. And I'm going to wax poetic for like 8 to 10 minutes about how great Breath of the Wild 2 is. But then I'm going to get down dirty and be like, but it just doesn't have Souls Combat. It just doesn't have that down and dirty combat yeah it's got all these fucking great systems but it comes down to swinging your fucking weapon shooting your bow it just is it's just not fucking there man i think but and here's the, the thing would sam be and here's souls combat here's the difference See, that's between not you the and game I, that's not no, but the here's, game that's not what it's but, trying to do but what but let me let me ask you a serious question sam let me truly ask you a serious question okay yeah why not I know that that's not what the game is trying to do, but why not? And I have no problem because with the game g- being designed, but why not? Like, do, why why I, not? I, the, because games aren't made in a fucking vacuum, Miles. We all no, have to we, make wait, decisions like, on what we, we, we focus do all on. Have to make, we do all have to make decisions, but I, I am just thinking, why is this an open world other than it's something to put on the fucking box? It's something they haven't done before, and I, I I can't even think of another reason for it to be open world. Like because the, 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 Dark Souls is already this open. It's already this open. I I'm I'm on my fucking game, horse wandering around. Yeah, the the different the difference is in the form of openness. Obviously, like Dark Souls one. Like let's be clear, Dark Souls one. And Dark Souls 2 are really the only, like, super open from Souls games. Dark Souls 3 is yeah. pretty linear. You can like Bloodborne's pretty linear as well. Bloodborne's pretty linear. Demon's Souls is fucking linear. Um, Demon's Souls has a level select, so it's not entirely it linear. A, yeah, it has a level select, but the, the levels you are you go through are literally, like, linear. Le- they levels. are linear. You cannot, you cannot get to Storm of Shrines 2 without doing Do Storm sh- of Shrines e- 1. Exactly, exactly. And my, and how I feel about the open world of Elden Ring, why I feel like it's, it deserves to be an open world is because I find the act of exploring it actively interesting because the the way it's actually all laid out forces me to actually have to fucking look around at the world and, like, see shit and then actually, like, find a way to get over there and it's gonna be something good and interesting because it's, like, a well-designed, thoughtful 
big game and the freedom this was the observation that i made which is the the main reason why there is freedom in this world is because the mere act of deciding do i want to go over there knowing that there is a risk or because even though i see a potential risk is extremely interesting that was that was the one reason that i noticed that that like the open world like that that was the moment and this was in the first fucking two hours of the game like like i this wasn't like an awakening for me the having to make decisions to be like do i really think i am ready to go there was an interesting aspect of the game's openness but the main reason that i'm just like like it's good it's good it's good open world works is is just the fact that like i mean it it does not feel like they took a lot of advantage of like the budget and the scope like other than the size of the fucking map like it i don't know it just it feels so controlled and so defined and so designed and that's interesting and great in one way but then in another way it's it's also kind of just like it's not holding my attention, especially because I know that wherever I go and like whenever I get off my fucking horse, I'm going to play the same game that I've played 700 fucking times the last 10 years. And I think that I think that's the rub. I truly I, think that that is I, the rub. I think you're fucking crazy. I think I really do think this is. I just feel like from from a from like a gameplay perspective and from like an exploration perspective i really do feel like elden ring is like leaps and bounds the other open world competition right oh absolutely it's better than most of the other open world games but that was the point that i was trying to make is that the margin of people who have played better open world games there's like five of them right there's just like five like truly great open world games and i think that elden ring if I said that Elden Ring's open world is at the B tier, that's because like Breath of the Wild is at the S tier, and then there's maybe one game below it. And I don't know what game that is. But like the vast majority of I, open world games that I like dude, are at that B tier. Dude, I think like I I gotta be honest with you, dude. It's been a fucking while since I've played fucking Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild is like like an like an A tier open world. I think it's pretty excellent. I don't think it I really don't think it's like that crazy like leaps and leaps and leaps and bounds better than like elden ring really but it's not it's not about the map design necessarily it's about it's about the amount of possibilities that are in that very fucking systemic ass game you know what i mean yeah like i think that the main reason that i'm just like i'm just like i mean this open world's neat it's not bad the ability but the opportunity the opportunity is different though right like the the opportunity in Breath of the Wild comes from the, the the systemic elements and how all of the you know the physics systems and all this shit works together and how it coalesces to you know make the gameplay interesting. In in Elden Ring, it re- that sort of replayability and flexibility and spirit of the world comes from your build flexibility and the yeah, R- I- ARPG elements of the game. Which I, I do I, think that this game is probably going to be the first time that builds actually fucking matter since like 2011. Like, I, yeah. I, I think I think that I the mean, build asp- here Here's what I see for works Elden in Ring. Dark Souls for the record. Anything works in Dark Souls builds, but you can do a build in any game. Yeah, but but like Dark Souls in particular is, is the most impressive, like where anything like truly anything works. But like, here's what I see for Elden Ring. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I, I see Elden Ring getting really quickly pathed where where there is going to eventually be like this 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 like perfect path through the game for basically every conceivable build and it's going to involve going to certain areas and getting things you know early in the same oh, way yeah, that I've been doing for Dark Souls. It. I've literally been doing yeah. this the last like 10 hours of the game. And I think I think that is going to be what holds the game over and what keeps it interesting and good. Right? Yeah. But I I think that it's just going to be like I mean, it it is just to me this like I think it is better as just an action RPG Souls game that's trying something new than I think as a truly revolutionary open world game. Again, problem no. Yeah, I don't but, like, think it's, it's not uh... fucking it's just not holding my attention because I've played Dark Souls too much. And and this open world is not disappointing and it's not bad. It's just not the the format of it of just like optimizing my build and doing all these things just is not holding me. It's just not keeping me here. Because Damn. because I'm just not that interested in the open world. I'm I'm kind of here just for the Dark Souls ass content. I'm kind of just here for the linear ass campaign of the Dark Souls content because I'm I'm in a survival situation, dude. I'm out I'm out here to fucking survive and thrive, baby. I'm I'm anytime that I'm fucking exploring and something I, that I don't I don't think I can fucking do happens instead of attempting to do it I just get on my fucking horse and I ride as far but, as I fucking Miles, can until I get a fucking beef gate of an enemy. <laughs> Damn, there Miles. there are a lot of good elements to opening the game up. I like I like that that stealth is like a whole ass thing and there's foliage there. I like that one of the moments that definitely was intentional. They knew that this was going to happen. Was in front of Stormvale Castle, where there's that like long, you know, cobblestone bridge that's just got yeah. armaments and, and shit, and there's a cannon. Yeah. And you can just go around it and do do it in reverse, and that's great and awesome. Exactly, and they yeah. knew that that was gonna be fucking cool. Like, I think that that this game is Dark Souls in a field, and that's what everyone wanted, and I'm happy that everyone got what they wanted. But I am personally not feeling it. And that's why I don't want to call it an overrated game, because who the fuck am I? But I'm definitely like, yeah, like I'm. This is a good format for Souls, but I'm. I was really hoping for something a little more interesting than than just what I got the last couple times. But it's open ended more. Yeah, but like that's what's awesome about it. Is that's that what everyone souls, wanted, but and I'm happy field. they got that game. Like that—that is masterpiece shit right there. Cause Souls was already fucking there. Souls was already on the level that good, and but, now but you're I, I taking think that- it, and now you're basically making it. You're putting it in a. You're taking it, putting it in an open world environment, but yet you still have these pockets of Stormvale Castle or Rayo Lucaria Academy or these these more. Like these bigger chunked out linear focused souls dungeon level yeah. levels. And and last there. time we talked about with, with Breath of the Wild too, like that's what needs to happen. Yeah. That, that's what this game that's what that game needs to take from this game. And and I and I look, that's I that's why I'm like I'm 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 tilting my head and I'm going, I don't fucking get it with this Elden Ring stuff. I think Elden Ring is great by default. 
And that's and that's where I'm standing. I don't feel the magic. I'm not necessarily here for what they're what they're doing because you know what? I did Dark Souls. I did it in 2011 or whatever year I did How it. How just do you uh, not? I thought it was great. Think the fucking world is fucking cool as fuck, dude. No, like um, and th- this might just be my aesthetic interest. Like, I think it's cool that there's you know giants or I come across like a big rustic stone building everywhere. Yeah, there's big and trees. The, the, uh, I the, like the gravestones that are on the wall. I do. I do notice a lot of asset splash. There's a lot of there's a lot of moments where there's just like an obvious like recycled asset every I don't know every couple feet. Yeah, it do be um, like that sometimes. That same that same graveyard. Are you sick of that graveyard yet? With like the tombstones where there's just like items placed around the tombstones. No, because you get like 4K runes per fucking graveyard. It's fucking awesome. I, I remember being I remember being like, have I been here? Like that that was one of those moments where I I had. To look at my map and i had to go have i been here i do like they have to discover the map and that's that's cool and you don't have to climb a tower for it even cooler you just find the map yeah you just find it it's on the fucking ground um there's a lot of good there's a lot of good shit in this game like uh, again great by default a lot of good shit in this game and and i'm just i think great by I'm default, just not i think it. great by default greatly undersells how good this game is like genuinely i really do, do you though yes like because because i really do feel like all they did was they took the things that worked and they said, where do we put them in the open world? And then they did it. And then they just made it very open-ended. And and all of those are great, excellent decisions that FromSoft made several times already. Yeah, but it's all but it's all coalesced in a fucking package where it's it's like they it's like everything's good now it's like everything because i gotta be honest with you like i love dark souls 1 i love dark souls 3 i like those games kind of for different reasons i like dark souls 1 for the the open-endedness of the level i like how i can play it in a bunch of different ways i like the the story and the theming and the level and the world and all that shit dark souls 1 is king when it comes to gameplay and actual control and fighting bosses and stuff like that dark souls 3 is like there's a reason why I have 40 more hours in Dark Souls 3. Also, builds are just like way more fun to make in Dark Souls 3. Even though the game's linearity cuts you out from getting a lot of that stuff to a like a lot of builds to like a fun playable. Oh, it's done and you're like 70% of the way through the game and it's like eh. Oh, kinda... Bloodborne's even worse about that. Yeah. Bloodborne's actually the worst about that. Yeah, and like that and and like that's part of the re- one among a couple reasons why I'm not like super crazy about about Bloodborne, personally, I haven't. I play. I haven't played Blood, it. Bloodborne really is as much. definitely like that. That one. That's my favorite one, just because I'm such a, a fiend for cosmic horror and gothic horror. Yeah, you like. But like, style. I also, I'm, I'm realistic enough about the fact that Bloodborne is one of the weakest. It's genuinely one of the weaker entries. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it doesn't hit. For, it doesn't really hit, hit for me. But I understand why. Uh, I, yeah, you know, I'll say this about Bloodborne. I understand why it. I feel like gothic horror is more cool interesting to people than the dark fantasy that dark souls does so i understand why it appeals to more people in that sense but i feel like a lot of people find bloodborne more approachable than dark souls in that i have it, it I don't is understand. because of the it's it is because of the rally system where you can just make mistakes and then immediately just undo them by attack by being aggressive it is a more aggressive uh, attack focused game all of the starting weapons are just a lot more accommodating and friendly like the sock cleaver is the best weapon in the game yeah as is the axe 
Oh, the like those the those two axe. are ridiculous. I those are ridiculous axe. items to give to give at the start of a game. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of like elements that just make it really approachable. Another one being all of the weapons are just dedicated move sets. There's no builds to them. You just pick up your weapon and you just use it. Yeah. It, yeah, there, it, there's not the crippling fear that your build that you're going to get a weapon and it's just not going to work with your build. Yeah, because because it's all like it's it's only it's like the it's because it's it's health, stamina, attack or strength, dex, arcane and some other bullshit, some other blood stat. tinge, blood which tinge, which yeah. is lame. Yeah, blood tinge sucks. Yeah, and it's so it's like one it's like one stat's fucking one stat's basically worthless. Arcane's not even really worth it. And then you have Arcane strength. is worth it if you want to do a PvP build. Arcane is broken for PvP. Okay. Um and 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 it's good for uh second runs like if you want to do a new game plus when you have all of your PvP items, those are really busted, especially for PvE. Those are great too. But Oh, and it also Arcane also scales with like the most ridiculous weapon in the game, the Ludwig Holy Sword. Yeah, it also scales with strength at like an A. Here's tinge. the thing about Bloodborne: there is no reason not to do blood tinge decks and arcane strength because just those weapon, those two stats are just the same. As far as yeah. like every item and weapon you'll get, those two stats play together, and there is no gradient. Yeah, the, it, Bloodborne's very much a game where it was like it was starting as it, it, it like started as Bloodborne like, was made for for idiots like myself who who wanted to get into the kind of cruel gameplay of souls but couldn't understand this fucking stats yeah i just i fucking do a build yeah i guess this is why i prefer sekiro where they were actually like okay we're not doing this soul soul shit but i I would probably like yeah i'd probably like sekiro like because of that dude sekiro's awesome like i i i I hate what people call sekiro souls like because i feel like it completely misrepresents the game it's it's like it is a classic it's a tecmo action game yes it is it is fucking ninja gaiden it is ps2 shinobi classic ps2 action game it's awesome Um, brave fencer musashi yeah, yeah, kind of. Kind of kind of similar energies. I and I, I, I look, the the point that I'm making about Elden Ring and I'm going to finish it and I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to eat crow. Uh but but I I I genuinely think that that it is that as someone who's burned out on Souls and who's kind of done with these games, I there is just not enough new for me to be like, "Wow." Wow, this is it. This is what I want every open though like when I played Breath of the Wild, I was like, that's what I want. So I want from every open world game. Not because I wanted complete freedom and I wanted no dungeons and I wanted the difficulty to erode by the end of it. Because Breath of the Wild's got its fucking problems too. Yeah. But like what I wanted was I was like, I want fucking systems in my open world games forever. And that's why like Phoenix Rising and fucking all this shit. Like, for Forbidden Horizon, whatever this other one is. Like, where I was just like, no, no, there's no fucking way. Because they're going to play, like, dog water. And also, they're just not going to have these fucking systems. And I almost said Death Stranding, which Death Stranding does have the systems. That's why that game's based. Um, Elden Ring's also based. I'm, I, I will, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on it too hard. But, like, that's this why is so I'm just cringe, like. dude. Dude, no, this is, that's why I'm just sitting here with, like, Elden Ring and just being like, okay, I see why it got the 10 out of 10s. I see why 
Lots of people love it. Especially, like, Breath of the Wild didn't come to PC. It didn't. No, it did not. And Death Stranding only played, sold five fucking million copies, which is not terrible, but not everyone <laughs> only, fucking played it. Only five million copies, ladies and gentlemen. Sam, only in comparison, five million. here's the difference, Sam. Elden Ring probably sold five million in a day. I, I mean, sold no. five million in a... F- I mean, no. no? Okay. It sold, like, a million, I think, which was insane okay. and Lehigh in its It'll, own right. But... Like It'll five million, million but- five million is a huge, massive success in the, in the games industry. Oh yeah, I know we, industry, we we talk about Sony and Nintendo, and they like to crank out twenty million hitters and heaters and all that, but that's not normal. That's not the regular, you know. I everyone I else. think Elden Ring. I think Elden Ring will get to five million at least. Oh yeah, I, like I think this like, will be a big game. Yeah, but the, the the point that I'm trying to make, like Death Stranding sold like five million units, but that was like. That was only when it came to PC, and it's still only... Because apparently on PS4, it did fine. It did whatever. And then PC was, like, it's home. Uh, but a lot of people just haven't played it, because it's weird, and it's it's not conventionally, like, an interesting game. It's a hard sell, too. From, from, yeah, from, from a glance. Like, I think that Elden Ring is the first time that people are experiencing that Breath of the Wild true-ass freedom. And not only that, they're experiencing it in a gameplay format that they love. And yeah. not only that they love, that they're familiar with and they're used to, and still has a couple tricks up its sleeve. It's still hard. Yeah. This game does not let you take any damage. You just get punished so hard. Oh, yeah. And, and that's, how they keep it, that's how they keep it fresh, because everyone's good at the game. Everyone's good at souls now. And, and, and the, some attack patterns and stuff, like, you, you, you're in Stormvale, so you fought a... Uh, Margit. Margit. Uh, Mar- Mar- the... God, I'm editing this Yeah, I thought the fell omen. Yeah, he's a piece of How can of you shit. see that name and not call him that? How can you see Touch Grace and not read Touch Grass? I- Oh, that was the other- That was the other thing is, I saw Touch Grace and I immediately rolled my eyes because I was like, I see the meme. I see what's happening. I see, I see it before it's coming. I did not expect the maidenless no bitches meme, which was fine. Oh, and when I got hugged by Fia, I was like, oh, no, the Internet's going to be pathetic about this, aren't they? And then they were because people really have people really actually, think that having a GF is any is, is worth your time. Actually, people were people were were uh, were upset. They were mad online because she takes like five percent of your health, even though she tells you she's going to do it. She tells you she's going to siphon your life energy when you accept the hug. But but you chose Dude, it's to just get the like hug a real anyways. Woman. Yeah, exactly. It's just like having a fucking real girlfriend. See, all this part is what of Miyazaki's like. original vision. It's all part of Miyazaki's original vision. Uh, yeah, look. I mean, look. Let me I understand why you're calling me cringe. I let totally me say, get because let me I say totally this. get it. Let me say let me say this about about the open world that I I feel like you're you're not get, giving the game credit for with with the open world is that the by the nature of the game being an open world, the best part about souls imo which is the sheer amount of replayability the games have with your options in terms of how you play them and how you roll your stats and what equipment you use and where you go and what you do and all this stuff oh that's that's hilariously expanded now it's that's big it's it's in it's absurd it's 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 absurd the option just what you're able to accomplish and what you're able to do so early on allows you to tackle and play the game in so many different ways really really quickly and start doing different stuff interesting 
doing interesting stuff on replays and different playthroughs. And my my big counter oh, yeah. though is that the moment to moment suffers. I I actually think that I am bored far more often while playing this game than like when I am playing a Souls game. My mind is just like I mean it it is like when I'm doing deliveries and death stranding where I'm just like astute aware fully awake there's not a single dull moment in any of these games and i i do find myself oftentimes just kind of sitting back and just like running just fucking riding my horse in in one direction and just waiting to get there i i think that once you get into the the dungeons the game starts to starts to hit that stride again yeah but i i i think i think that that the open world has as many kind of like oversights and trade-offs as any open world game frankly. yeah no i would definitely um, I, I definitely agree with the notion that the like you're definitely more focused when you enter when you enter the the dungeons be it the catacombs or the uh no torrent zones if you will and yeah i i definitely would i would definitely agree with that absolutely but what i feel like what what like really comes in and like and saves the the open world for me in that set and what gets me back in it and back is the fact that when i look up and i look around and a see how beautiful it is is b there's something i fucking see that i want to go to like tip typically and i feel when I, when I ride i i see like oh i think those are ruins over there or hey that's a minor erd tree i'm gonna go fight the erd tree boss or like or like there's typically like I feel like they the map is really really intelligent about it having stuff for you to see or touch or, or guiding it, I feel like the game does a the invisible hand gui guides you towards interesting content I feel like and once you customate a a a, a get yourself acclimated to the uh the the way like just general exploration works in the game and actually having to not really necessarily rely on the map but instead like using your eyes and looking there around. there are a good amount of sight like yeah i don't check the map all that often really yeah i feel like good amount of sight lines yeah there's like a really good amount of sight lines that take you from point a to point b and as you're on, on your way to those destinations you are just by happenstance going to come across other odd weird open world curios that are gonna you're gonna get sucked into and i and i found it to be just pretty engaging the whole way whole way through thus far um, yeah i mean i i definitely like again i played for 13 hours and i could not remember a single fucking thing i did other than a couple of the interesting boss fights uh it's kind of been a blur <laughs> for the most part to be perfectly honest i don't know where those 13 hours went i think at least two of them went to market and i definitely felt that uh because when I went into Margit and I learned you could parry him, I said, oh, it's on. Oh, and I, I ended up throwing a bunch of fights to just like being like, this is going to help me master the parry. And then oh, Miyazaki did that thing that he does where he overcorrects for previous metas and the parry is terrible. The yeah. parry is sucks. You should never use it, especially because you're not always going to have it. Yeah, it's so not, you might it's as well not just a, not no. use the parry. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's not like a, you're not. No. No, 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 no. The no. parry is probably the the parry is the speed run strat. People are gonna like get perfect parries for the speed run. Mate, yeah. But like, who, I, you have like the moment I got like a, a like a better shield. I got like this like tall ass fucking wooden shield from 
Stormvale Castle, and I was like, oh, I'll just use this, and it's done me, it's done me well. Oh, 100% damage reduction? Say no more! Like, that Yeah, me. I think that one, I, I got that one, and I, there was another one I got that has 100% damage reduction. Uh, it's the one with the Peter. wolf crest on it. Uh, oh, nah, it's something else, but yeah, there's a couple of those. Uh, Kite Shield? Yeah, maybe? I, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't quite remember. Again, a lot of this game has been a blur for me. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. I think it's good. And and I see the appeal. Sam, just for you, I'm going to move it up to an A rank uh, open world and we're going to call it a day. Okay. Uh, and, I we're agree just that. and we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to accept that uh, I was wrong about my placement uh, of the, the world. I'm not but... saying it's an S. I'm not saying it's some S tier open no, world. No, I think, I think you're, I think you're fair to say. I think I was, I think I was lowballing it because of my confusion. But I, I think that you're right. I would give Breath of the Wild an S tier, though. Uh, fuck you. Um, but but yeah, you know. All right, we'll we'll move we'll move the the I almost said Death Stranding in Elden Ring, open world up to A tier, uh, and then we'll also accept that the game has a bunch of weird open world bullshit uh, that's lame, and it's just uh, Dark Souls in a field, and that's both good. And uh, I would have liked more. I think you. I, I think you you gro- grossly are, are are underselling the 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 good that's here. I really do think like I'm not here's I'm the not thing. I'm saying, not underselling the you, I'm not underselling the good that's here. I am saying why the good that's here is just it's just not enough for me. But I'm I think I'm giving this game its fucking due credit. I think when I call it great by default, I think that that like The Last of Us, that's not a that's not an insult. That's just like, yeah, you got all, like, of course there's going to be good open-ended level design in a fucking Dark Souls game. Like, of course this open world has great sight lines and visuals and shortcuts. Of course the, the Dark Souls combat is good. When I say it's great by default, this is just like the level of quality I expect from FromSoft. This is what they do. Yeah, but we should acknowledge what that is, which is truly excellent, I think. I think like, I yeah, think you're it is, saying I it's think great it is, by default, but 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 from I think from software and you would agree with that this is a cut above a lot of the other AAA development teams out there. Oh, certainly, but I think that's also why I'm surprised that that uh, that it's ju- it's also like so. Oh, this is exactly what I expected. Y- you know, does that like make any sense? Yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll say this when it, when it came to when it came to playing Elden Ring, I I expected I let me say this I expected big Dark Souls like that that was my impression going it was is it's going to be big Dark Souls, and and. I really don't. I'm like, oh, this is fucking gigantic, fucking enormous Dark Souls. Holy fuck! Oh, like, the world is massive. It's like, but, I, but scopes bigger than I ever. It, it is interesting imagined. that you felt that because I assumed it was going to be that huge in the first place. I just, yeah, I, I don't know where my fucking brain was at. I remember them fucking say. I remember reading something, and I wish I could find it. I'll have. I haven't looked for it so. But of of someone, I think of Miyazaki in an interview if with it like two or three weeks before launch, he did like some interview with someone, and he said the game was going to be 25, 30 hours. What a lying son of a bitch he was. Oh my god. It's, I, I, it's probably 27 to 30 hours for Miyazaki, who is autistically good at his own games, which is definitely a weird is, element. Is, is of, he, by the way? I actually don't know if he's oh, like no, particularly he is. good. Like that, famously, the reason that he designs the games the way he 
he does is because it's exactly how he wants the game to be. It's what he wants to play. God bless. And he, yeah, and he, he, that's also why the meta is always fucked in every game, because (laughs) if there's something that makes the game too easy, he tries to fucking ruin it for everyone else. And, and that's interesting. And it it certainly makes every game worth relearning. It's like he is autistically good at his own games because, because he, he refines them to death into exactly what he wants them to be. And I and I also guarantee that he, when he was saying it's twenty seven to thirty hours, he was beelining it. Probably, yeah. Like but the I, average I, person. I gotta be honest, though, I think if you beeline this game, I think I could do. I haven't seen the rest of the content yet. I have not again beaten the game. I don't even think I've seen. I think I'm missing fifty percent of the content. Is is what I think I've seen. Um, thus thus far, what I'm assuming, uh, based on what the map looks like and all that shit, the. Based on re- what I've been able to do on replays through knowing where to go and what really needs to be done and what's actually needed for completion, I was able to accomplish what I did in 20 hours in six. Um, So I should be... I'm really excited to see what speedruns look for this game. Barring they don't... The speedruns are going to be interesting. Yeah, but bar- barring they don't... Like, I don't know. They don't fucking you know credit warp for the, oh no every every open world clips through the floor yeah like there's there's gonna be a bunch of categories because people are gonna want up speed like the breath of the wild speed runs are comical because there's one that's 26 minutes by design that game is designed to be beaten in eight seconds if you want to and then there's just all these arbitrary categories some of them make sense like all shrines and all dungeons and then fucking hundred percent and then there's other ones that are just fucking nuts wait like 900 korok seeds yeah there's 900 korok seeds all shrines who would want to speed run that i i really want to know who chooses to speed run the 900 korok seed 100 percent the brilliance the brilliance of the korok seed is that there are so many that you should never want to get them all and the game even says hey if you get all of these get shit nothing will happen do you still want to get all of them? I mean, it's just like the gold sculpture is an Ocarina of Time, which that was very intentional too. The idea of just getting a hundred being this like bragging rights thing. The idea is you should get as many as you can. You, yeah, which expo- yeah, you get as many as you can, and you will end up with fifty, which is what you need. Yeah, oh. which is great. Like that's 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 the kind of collectible that I like, as opposed to these fucking like flags in Assassin's Creed that are easy to find. You just have to spend a couple hours, you know, running around waypoint to waypoint, like. I, I I I think that I think that Elden Ring. I'm happy it's what everyone wanted it to be, and I'm happy that it's well received, and I'm seeing why it's well received, and I'm especially seeing why people are talking like it is like a revelation in a post Breath of the Wild world where that game came out five years ago because this has a different audience entirely, and it scratches yeah, a different it's itch. it's a different type of open world than yeah. Breath of the Wild. They're different games. Yeah. It's 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 more overtly dangerous, but like I I also I don't know I I I also was just like oh this is exactly what I expected, and I think that kind of took me aback and made me like a little bored, because I mean I'm still gonna finish it and I'm still gonna see it to the end, uh but my hope is that once I get an interesting build going and the game is interesting to play instead of it being me pressing r and then holding l like before uh i'll pr- i'll hopefully get into it um but yeah no like i i i think i i think that for now i'm not crazy about it and 
I'm I'm not getting it. I'm just not getting it. I'm getting why other people like it. I'm not getting why I'm not liking it. Damn. Well, I you heard it you heard it here first on the show last week when I said Miles, I don't think I don't I don't I wasn't confident that you were gonna like it. Um No, you said that you thought I was gonna like it, but it was not going to ascend to the pantheon of, of games. And that was spot the fuck on. I think what you did not expect me to, to say was to come here in here and be like, Yeah, I have problems with the game that it is. <laughs> I, I do I do think a lot of it is just the fact that like I'm sitting here like wow I hate I hate that this is this is more RPG than usual. <laughs> it's something about something about that like truly just like I think the fact that like I have been playing I've been running a strength and magic build and so far I just have, have just found nothing good well, for either. Why don't is oh, insane. oh my, my my man my man my man oh the carrying night sword is what you need. <laughs> Yeah, it scales uh, in intelligence, that. baby. It only takes ten strength to wield the Carrion Knights. I mean, I have I have a, an ash of art that's like a a Carrion like charge attack. That's not it. I'm talking about a weapon, a straight sword. It deals yeah, Sam, int, int damage. Yeah, Sam. Here's the thing. Uh, it's an open world. Uh, and I can't fucking find it. On, that's going to be really gratifying on the second playthrough, when I know where the fuck it is, but you're out here telling me, yeah, you just need the Carrion Greatsword. It's okay, a, Sam, tell me the- sword. The Carrion Greatsword Okay, Sam, tell different. me where on this map it is. Is it- I will is point it in to the it. Green, it's in Lurnia of the Is it in the, the green lakes. area? It's in Lurnia of the Lakes. It's in that region of the map. It's, it's in the treasure chest being pulled by the two giants in Lurnia of the Lakes. I gave you the I gave you the directions. I have go I learn even the been there? Uh, yeah, it's have north, I even, it's, is that in the first area? It's north of Storm Stormvale Castle. You can oh well, then I gotta get through Stormvale Castle. Not, that's why. Nah, you can you can go by on the right hand side of Stormvale Castle and just and just not do Stormvale Castle. But the right hand side leads to leads to a cliff. There's like that Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, place. you didn't you didn't explore it thoroughly enough. You can you can slip by and sneak through to Learning of the Lakes early. I'm trying to think of where that would be on the map because when I envision the map, there's just the big, there's just the the broken bridges. Yeah, if you like go, if you go all the way on the broken bridge, you look down and there's a drop off. You can go on the drop off and oh, I go see. through. Go I through. See. So and then okay. you can get to the learning of the lakes lakes early, and then there's I all looking, kinds of shit there for magic and stuff. If you're doing like some kind of split build, that's where you want to fucking be is learning of the lakes. You can get a bunch of spells and shit. Um, See, I was looking high when I needed to look low. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, well, ladies and gentlemen, I will be returning after I go to Lernia the Lakes next week, and we will find out if that has improved my Elden Ring experience. Uh, but I am going to expect that next week I will come on and say, yeah, the game's really good. I was a little hard on it last week, and, and I'm, it's going to be very tepid praise, and I'm going to finish the game, and I'm going to say, you know what? And if you're right, Sam, I'm going to say, you know what, Sam? That's a nine. And and I'll I'll be like, yeah, it's good. And then I'll forget I played it. As I Actually, I won't. I don't forget that I played the Souls games, but I'll, I'll forget what happened when I played it. As I often do. Oh man, but but miles, miles, miles. What if? What if? What if? And there's a chance. And by a chance, I mean like two. There is a chance. No, 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 no. There Hold is on. A no, no. Let me finish my sentence. There's a two percent chance that this game has a Miles J core ending. 
where the last like five minutes are god tier. What what if, dude? What what if? If the last here's the thing, that's unlikely because that's why I said two percent, two percent. Yeah, you're right. Because not even Bloodborne has has a god tier ending, and and I love that game like visually and aesthetically. And actually, no, the the fight in the flower field's pretty. Oh, it's so hot. Yeah, that's real. That that shit's real hot. Um, I'm excited for the wheat field in Stranger Paradise. Oh, I hope dude. that you fight someone in the wheat field, dude. Dude, for also by the way, shout out Sekiro. So good they use it. They use it to start and end yeah, the game. I, I was thinking that. Yeah, you fight someone in a wheat field. Yeah, I believe that's the, that's the start and the end. Yeah. Uh, but if that happens, it's unlikely. But if it's like really Miles Core, yeah, it could have sent. <laughs> the ending does. The ending does matter. The ending truly does matter. But I, I suspect that next week I will come back on and I will get into the groove of the game and I will still hold fast that that I don't think it's like as amazing 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 as everyone says. For the record, I don't but know that if, it will still be really good. Yeah. And for the record, everybody, I don't know if I'm feeling the 10 quite yet. I got to pl- I want to play like I, I'm not saying it's going to be a, a 9 or 10 or anything like that until I put 70 more hours in this fucking game. I really want to take That's my fair. my time before I re, before I you know make my video on it and do my big review. Um, but for now, I fucking love this game. I fucking love this game, and I can e- and I will e- I easily see this o- overtaking my time spent in Dark Souls three and in Dark Souls one with just because of the amount of just build diversity and how easy it is to just get shit going really, really quickly. That's going to make this game fun as fuck to replay. And just the amount of content that's like available and what there is to do. There's just going to be so like, I just, the amount of possibility possibilities for how like my, you know, run future runs and stuff are going to look is going to be crazy. And my first playthrough, my run I've been doing right now is I've been exploring every nook and cranny has been also a great fucking joy with my beloved, uh, cursed, uh, uh, bloodhounds fang curved great sword. Um, and my halberd, the commander standard, uh, ebony and ivory, my favorites. Um, so yeah. Please play. Well, the that game. was an hour of the show. Yeah, please play the game, Miles. I gotta talk to you. This is just something that happened to me this week. Let's let's just let's just accept that this is gonna be a fucking three hour episode. Yeah, <laughs> right off the bat, because we because we have we have, we got shit. Yeah, we got shit to talk about. It's, look at the timestamp in the episode if you want to skip the Elden Ring discussion. Yeah, and get and get to the bullshit get to this the, week. Get to the boneless portion of our podcast today, Miles. Every year around this time, the snow starts to melt. And I'm reminded of something. Jesus Christ himself gets off the throne in heaven and descends the stairway. To remind us all that Christianity, Catholicism, all, all the similar ones, that, that shit's the really the most based religion of them all. Sorry, Judaism. What? Where, where is this? What? Easter candy's back on the shelf, Miles. Oh, Easter, Easter candy's candy. fucking here. And I'm now, reminded. Sam, here's the thing. And I'm reminded now, Christmas. None of that shit. But here at Easter, that God knows he's king. 
and he's clowning on everyone and all the other religions with the best seasonal chocolate around. Miles, how is it that Valentine's Day, a chocolate-themed holiday, gets fucking slayed by Easter? Halloween can't hold a jack-o'-lantern candle to the Easter candy. He's slaying everyone with these chocolate bunnies, the chocolate eggs, my delicious, my beloved egg M&Ms, the all-time heater, egg Reese's cups. Christianity's getting its W's in right now. It's raking Sam, them in. First of all, all for the whole year to, to to dish them out for all the L's they're gonna take for the rest. 300 days of the year, but for right now, it's Easter candy season. Sam, do you think that Christianity can save you from all of the noise pollution that's going to happen from you fucking with your boom arm? <laughs> do you think that Jesus can save the audio edit? Yes. Okay, cool. Jesus does save. He does, he does save. save. Now, Sam, this is, this is a topic. This is now officially a topic because I've never had Easter candy. What the fuck, dude? Now, yeah, it's almost like I didn't celebrate the holiday ever. But, but like, they sell it in store. Like, like they, and it's, I'm not to say, like, because here's the deal. There, there's, like, let's be clear. There's, like, two sets of Easter candy. Both are God tier. Both are God tier. There's the more, there's, like, the what I will describe as the sort of the gift Easter chocolates. That's, like, the, the big Easter bunny that costs, like, five, six bucks. You get, like, four of them and you hand them out to your cousins or whatever on easter there's like that type of candy that's awesome and then there's the easter themed chocolates of the shit you already know and love now i understand the former but the latter you've not had you've not had the easter egg m&m you've not had the easter egg reese's you know why sam and you're gonna laugh at me as you often do the world will laugh at me as it often does and this time it's justified this time it's justified it's because the color. Really? You don't like the, the color? Easter color. The Easter colors. That kind of washed out pastel color. Yeah, pastel yellow, green, and does purple. Does not look delicious to me. Whenever I see it, I think, that tastes bland. And I don't know why. Repressed childhood memory, I, maybe. And now, here's the thing, Miles. That's just the wrapper for the chocolate. I know, but packaging is half the point. Sam, it's, it's, it's like, why would I eat something if the package doesn't look like I, something I would want to put I, I in mean, my I mouth? I mean, I relate to this. I relate to this. If something looks unappealing, I'm not going to want to eat it. That's kind of how my brain works. If I look at a piece of some food or whatever, and it just looks gross, I'm going to just think I... It's over, basically. For so, I, I really, I'm not gonna argue on that point. Really, I, I, I just like, it just does like it doesn't stop my brain. My brain just understands that it's milk chocolate under the wrapper. So it just, it's, it, I guess, my brain, it, it, it didn't hit for me. But I am. That's because you know the secret. That's because you know the secret. That's because I, I grew don't. up Catholic. I knew that I there was chocolate in there. I have to learn these things. The, this is new information to me. And, and, and you have overcome the color barrier that is the ugly, unappealing pastel, pastel colors that don't look good to eat. 
that don't look good. And the tinfoil. Oh, my God. I'm unwrapping chocolate from tinfoil. Like, it's even it, with it Hershey's sucks. Kisses, you're asking me a lot. Because tinfoil is the least appealing packaging for any food. It's always I scrappy. Unwrap- I'm with you on this, dude. It's always, like, it gets into scraps and shit. And you never you have a good you place to put it. You know what I think it. of? You know what I think of whenever I I have tinfoil? I think of fucking fish, Sam. I think of fish. You think of like fish fish food? Like. No, I'm thinking of literal ass fucking cuts of salmon, Sam. I'm thinking of fucking mahi mahi on the grill wrapped in tinfoil. Because when you grill fish, you put it in the tinfoil. Grill it from the inside. Okay, I don't really eat fish. So so what I'm. Yeah, that, that's fine. That's fine. Fish sucks, honestly. Can I t- can I just talk about how much fish sucks? Uh, like, go on. I, I mean, I fucking hate food in general, so I'm all about hating hating on fucking fish. Hates food, loves sweets. That's what I love. I, I do. I do love my chocolate. Here's the deal. I I I'm I can hold. I'm a I'm the biggest fiend for cookies. I'm the I'm, we do we do have episodic proof of how much the crack house approves of cookies. I, I I'm I'm actually like fu- I cannot fucking control myself. We have like it's gonna take every fiber of my being to knock out to not knock out the whole sleeve of Oreos we got sitting downstairs. But chocolate, chips ahoy! I find chips ahoy more dangerous than Oreos. Oh, nowadays. dude! Oh man, chips ahoy! Now let me ask you something. You how do you feel about the chewy chips ahoy? I fuck with those a lot. You know, I've never had one. They're, they're, I've truly never had they're one. Pretty, they're pretty good. I respect- <laughs> you know why I have not had a Chewy Chips Ahoy? You don't like, the red, you don't like the red packaging? No, because they didn't have a commercial. And I didn't know they existed until I was an adult. Really? By that point, all my biases were formed. So, Chunky Chips Ahoy had a very aggressive marketing campaign. Chunky Chips Ahoy had, like, three songs. And I held up two, because I only remembered two of the three songs. But they had two songs that played where the joke was the Chips Ahoy mascot, who was himself a Chips Ahoy. And by the way, this is problematic. Like, when the mascot is the food stuff, that's weird, isn't it? Well, wait, hold, I, oh, so wait a minute, you're, you don't like the, 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 the goldfish? You don't like Finn and his fucking friends from the goldfish? You don't like the crazy squares? You know, well, like crazy this? squares are cannibals, so I don't feel remotely bad about eating them. Okay. But, like, the goldfish being goldfish, like, they just seem friendly, you know? Like, what if I just fucking took a bite out of Finn and my finger-blasted goldfish container, you know? Like, what if? Yeah, so you don't want to feel like you're, you're like, eat, you know, you don't Yeah, It's like, after I watch, you know, Toy Story, it's like, yeah, man, I don't want to, like, hurt my, you know, I don't want to, like, fucking throw this fucking thing on the ground or whatever. It might have, you know, it might have fucking feel something, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Well, it's for me. It's it's like um. Oh, I had a great comparison. Oh yeah, it's like the episode of of Arthur where they noticed that I think Binky only eats the head of animal crackers. Do you remember this? <laughs> Va- vaguely, vaguely. I think it might have been Binky, I- but they thought he was like scary because he only ate he ate the head of the animal crackers first. And then I started doing that because I was impressionable and television did cause violence. Yeah. Find the 11 bodies in my basement. It's because I played too much Doom 1993. Oh, there's Eric and Dylan again, those little rascals. 
Those little scams. Shut. Can we get Mellow from Running Shine on the podcast? I know I haven't done that in a while, but I need, I need Running Shine. We, I need our Running Shine. The thing is, whenever we try to have a guest, the episode so sucks. sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, like no offense, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Month. We love you. We 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 love you. Uh, but but our worst episodes uh, have a guest and also are the crackies. Um, <laughs> Actually, yeah. we did redeem ourselves with the second cracky. Thank fucking, the first cracky. Thank fucking God. The, I, I, I'm going I'm to do a little inside baseball for a second before I get back to All my means. discussion of the Chips Ahoy advertisements. But um, last week, we genuinely, after the show ended, we both were like, we might have to end at 100. Yeah. Because we're like, we have nothing to talk about. But it was really funny. Like, people came in and were like, yeah, this, I love that this episode this week. That was a great episode. And I was like, we didn't say anything new. And, and Mulgar in particular said something that I really liked, which was, I know you called this episode recycled, but I feel like you just found different ways to talk about the same topics. Like last time you talked about cereal mascots, but you didn't actually talk about the cereal. And, and that's true. And he's right. But what a pathetic thing like, to hear. Like, you know, like, like, yeah, like, I don't want that to be defended. Like, I don't want that to be the defense of the podcast. Like, it's not, it's not bad. You guys, it's not that you didn't talk anything about anything new or original. You just talked about, you know, you talked about how it tasted and not the crazy square, you know? Like, <laughs> well, we're already back to the crazy squares on the, on the subject of the Chips Ahoy mascot, right? And, and, and I gotta say, the Crazy Squares and the Pop-Tarts ads are both genius, because they set the precedent that even though these people are animized, they are to be et. And yes. it is the expectation that they, their lives will end violently by our teeth. Yeah. So they, they were right, whereas the Chips Ahoy mascot is just a non-indicative, unnamed Chips Ahoy man who can sing? Yeah, and the, and, and who both could be in your box right now? You could be responsible for the death of of Chip Skylar. Chip, yeah, Chipper, Chipper Ahoy. Yeah, Chipper, <laughs> Chipster. Well, no, Chet. Right, Chet or Chad is the is the full name of Chip. Is it? I don't fucking because like Chip is a nickname. Yeah, Chet Ahoy. You could be eating Chester Ahoy right now. Oh, uh, no, but Chester, we can't be Chester. We already have a Chester Cheetah. We already have Chester Cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chet Ahoy. That's fine. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Chicks. Yeah. And his quest. quest. <laughs> um, but, but the Chips Ahoy advertisement had the Chips Ahoy singer, Chet, singing about Chunky Chips Ahoy, but he kept getting a lyric wrong so he thought it was monkey chips ahoy and punky chips ahoy so they and then have the these third one was uh, funky chips ahoy right Fun it, probably funky yeah i don't remember but yeah it was like punky chips ahoy oi oi i remember that very specifically they did they did like the the ramones like yeah. oi oi yeah oi oh let's, let's go. go you know <laughs> classic jimmy neutron track by the way and, that, and fucking I, I movie, that fucking movie, dude. That fucking movie. The monkey chips ahoy, and I'm all right. I remember that one. I think that was it. Which had nothing to do with monkeys. Yeah. Uh, it was stupid. It sucked. Terrible advertising. Yo, yo, remember? But I knew about them. But I knew about yo, them. Yo, you know my fucking commercial track? 
fucking slapped back in the day. The Reese's Puffs one? Education Connection. We we talked about this. Like, Did we? Yeah, where you, you sang the song. Like, this was in, like, the beat em on episode. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Dude, I, there, there are some songs that, like, are on commercials that just are, it's just criminal. You know? It's just criminal that they're commercial songs oh. like, like all the free credit report guys oh yeah like, those guys like, got here oh like, you know what shit you know what shit's pissed me off that i've seen in the, the, the commercials recently for when it comes to like music like 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 licensed music and commercial the new meta if you will miles that is really just like like oh, I just I don't, I really what it made me want to whip out the arsenal, you know what I mean? Just like I, I I heard a fucking like a commercial for fucking the Skippy peanut butter that used the lyrics smoother than a fresh jar of Skippy from the song Uptown Funk from the 2014 this 2014 single Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars and that other guy Mark uh, Mark 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 Mark. Mark the other Mark guy. Mark Brown? No, not Mark Brown from Game Can you Maker's imagine Toolkit. Mark Brown on that on that track? Can <laughs> you imagine Mark Brown? Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. <laughs> but but yeah, they use this this basically this random by the way, this just randomly spit lyric in this song from 2014, eight years later, in this commercial for Skippy, because they're like, we can get the license for this song, and we can end our commercial with smoother than a fresh jar Skippy. Ah, and then that's how it ends. And, and and they didn't even make their own fucking theme song. And then the other one, the other one that everyone has heard is the is the Applebee's, the Applebee's one. Because you know what we, you know I know about this one. You know my long long fared a, f- a feud with His Applebee's war with Applebee's. Yeah, my yeah my my geopolitical war uh with with Applebee's. Applebee's is his Russia. It's invaded his life. Yeah, and it's certainly not my date night spot. That's for sure. But Sam, you're maidenless. Yeah, I am maidenless. I am maidenless. Are you only gonna catch me in no Orbeez? You're not gonna catch me in no Applebee's. <laughs> you're not gonna catch me at Arby's either. I can't fuck with Arby's. I gotta be honest. I know you're Arby's. Catch- Arby's has like ga- the gamer cred online, so like I gotta give them a little respect, you know. But they also have the JoJo cred, so I I, I gotta respect. Yeah, them the enough. anime cred. Like, yeah, the they're, anime they're cred. They're trash. They're trash. They're garbage. Yeah, I'm fuck, not eating fuck that. Arby's. I'm not eating that. I I wish. Uh, I wish Taco Bell had more. I mean, actually, you know what? Taco Bell has a ton of gamer credit. They're always giving out Xboxes and PlayStation. Yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish Popeye's Louisiana Chicken had gamer cred. Yeah. yeah you know, can I be honest about Popeye's for a second? I like Popeye's. I know you don't like Popeye's that much. Uh, yeah. Like, you I, think it's like, I eat. Popeye's, I, Popeye's has a lot of great stuff on the menu. Like, a diverse list of stuff I'd want to eat. Chicken, mac and cheese. Oh, you know, and none of it's as good as I want it to be. Like, you know, like none of that's, it's that's fair. That's how I feel about Elden Ring. Ah, well, it all uh-huh. comes back around. It all comes back. We're not ending this the episode, episode yet. We have bullshit. This episode's going to be long because we haven't even gotten to the other thing things that I needed to talk oh, about. You, okay, so you um, had you had you had I issues. had content. You had content. I had content. I had content, uh, but we talked about Elden Ring for an hour. And by the way, very nice discussion. Yes. I had fun. <laughs> Me too. I hope everyone else had fun. Me too. I, I hope loved, everyone else had fun. I love Tugget Souls. I'm sure everyone else is going to have fun mocking me and telling me that I'm a fucking moron, uh, and they'd be right. I'm not a moron. I'm just pretentious. There is a difference. 
You know, but you know what, Sam? I have I have let everyone who likes Elden Ring fucking enjoy Elden Ring. I have not been one of those guys who just starts fucking throwing my problems with the game onto them. And and it, and and it truly made me realize, like, when a game comes out and I'm not feeling the vibe, it is the easiest fucking thing in the world to just shut the fuck up and say nothing. And just not be that guy when like when people are like, yeah, I'm really enjoying Elden Ring to be like, um, actually, um, I think the scaling, I think the, the, the distribution of runes is not as well considered as it could be. Like, it's just so easy not to be that guy. And and I just and it makes me realize like, wow, Majora's Mask fans have no rights they have no rights and deserve incarceration. Persona 5 fans have no rights and deserve incarceration. It is really, really easy. It is really, really easy to just not be that guy. Yeah. You know, you know what's so funny? You know what's funny? Now, real quick, that you mentioned Persona 5 for a second that I've been thinking about recently. I have zero problems with Persona 5 the game. I have no nothing against it. I have no problems with it. I think it's probably a pretty excellent RPG by all extents of the imagination. By probably, it's probably great. But I really hate Persona 5 fans. Oh, they're the worst. They're, they're terrible. And they suck, and they're loud, and they're annoying, and they think they're cool, and they're not. And they need to get laid. They need to get maidens. I only, I, I, let me be clear, I really only hate the Persona 5 fans who are people who claim to like JRPGs but only like but have Persona, only played Persona 5. <laughs> well, it's like that one guy on that one podcast who was like, yeah, Trails is just like boneless, <laughs> boneless Persona 5 or whatever. Persona. Yeah, that, that was the moment where you understood the Raya controversy. I was like, I can't believe this, dude. I can't believe someone would just say that about Trails. <laughs> S- Sam, I want to I make a, a short list really quickly. Okay. I want to make a short list of of fandoms and fans where it is acceptable to tell them to get laid. All right. Fans that deserve to be told that they need pussy immediately. Okay. And I will start with Persona 5 fans who have not actually played another JRPG. And also any Persona 5 fan who starts their love of Persona 5 with, well, I normally hate JRPGs and anime, but it's like, no, no. Get laid. I gotta be honest. If you don't like JRPGs and you don't like anime, I don't know what the fuck you like about Persona Five from a layman's point of view. I'm like, what? I, th- the- I think it's the fact that it's normie. I th- I think the fact that like, yeah, it's anime, but like all of the themes are super like accessible normie. When people say they don't like anime, what they mean is they don't like Dogakobo. Um, what's the company who did uh like? Oh, A1. Yeah, they don't uh, like, like that. They like, don't like Dengeki the, Bungo Fighting Climax. They don't like that kind of Yeah, anime. they they don't they don't like the soft and round. Yeah, they don't like melting and, and blood. like re- like the 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 overly the overly like bloomed and everyone is shiny as fuck anime. Yeah. Uh who who does Oh, A1 also does uh Love is War. Yes. Yes, they yes. Yeah. Really, it's just Dokakobo and A1. Like that, that that do these kind of like weeb core animes cuz then they also did Konosuba. Yeah. Yeah, Kiyoani did Dragon Maid, and Dragon Maid, I think, Dragon Maid might be the most, like, like, it's so good, 
but it it has so much shit that like people who yeah. hate anime could never I think enjoy that's it. all i think that's all kyo Annie shit like walks the tightrope between being the weeby weeb core shit but also it's just so good that anyone will get sucked into this shit i but i feel yeah, like you are well, right in saying dragon maid is the is the that that tightrope is a fucking spider's thread like, that tightrope is so like the moment that Ilulu got introduced, and Ilulu, by the way, is awesome. a great character. Awesome. But you look at her and you're like, oh no, there is nothing good about this character. What's I mean, it, it is like the response to Uzaki Chan, where people just look at Uzaki Chan and they're like, that character probably sucks. And they don't, but you're gonna have a real hard time getting anyone to hear you out on that one. <laughs> Because Ilulu shows up in just, like, a bra and, like, these, like, black spandex, like, panties, basically, and with a cape, and her boobs are giant, and then it turns out, she's a great character! But you look at her, and you're like, no, I hate that. Yeah. I hate her. Uh, th there's another, there's another, like, um, I mean, Konosuba's a lot like that. I remember a lot of people being like, guys, this anime is actually pretty good, despite the fact that it looks like weeb trash. And it's like, just give it a fucking chance, dude. Yeah. Like, don't, anime's don't, don't fucking free, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry, can I, I, I hate to fucking derail the fucking podcast. We can go, we can go long this week. I don't give a fuck. Well, uh, I've already decided we're going long. I've already decided. I, I, the moment we sat down to talk about Elden Ring, I already decided this was gonna be a long episode. The... I, I saw a fucking, fucking Reddit post, which, by the way, let me just say, not like... You've already talked about this one. Did this we was, talk about um, the, the, the free... Uh, the manga, yeah, I'm not hyped I'm for not this hyped manga. For manga. You... Okay, sorry, my, my weeks have all been jumbled up recently. No, that's fine. Oh. I, it's the same for me since I, I started working again. Um, But no, like, I, I feel you. Just like these people who, like, like just judge something immediately especially because a lot of the time art styles are are decided and drawn up not just for the convenience of the of the animation studio they might simplify it if if the the hand style's too difficult but also because uh it looks nice and it's appealing and shut the fuck up and just enjoy the fucking content you fucking mongrel like i just i just like any everyone who was like, despite what Konosuba looks like, it's like no, kill yourself. No, <laughs> Konosuba looks good. It well, looks but people, good. People are like, it looks like Sword Art Online, and it's like no, no Sword Art Online looks like ten things. It's that's their way of saying that they that they don't know how to describe the sort of like anime the the current look the current anime look, and we all know it because in the nineties. It was, like, tall, lanky characters with, like, really big eyes with several white specks in their yeah, eyes. Yeah, the shoujo. Like, that's look. your... Yeah, the shoujo kind of look. In the 2000s, it was these very kinds of, like... The moe big Simplified eye. faces. Yeah, moe, moe big eyes, like, had big open mouths with, like, no teeth and no features whatsoever. Very simplistic designs. The 2010s kind of saw a focus on, like, shininess. Characters with blush and with shines on their faces. And kind of bland eyes. Like, the joke is that everyone in Sword Art Online has the same face. Uh, but that's just kind of a general, like... It's, this is generally a style thing. A lot of characters kind of have similar builds and similar, you know, face shapes and sizes. Yeah. It's fine. Watch the content. Fuck it. Uh, what was I even Oh, we were talking about people about? who, fan bases who, who need to get laid. Who deserve, yeah, deserve to be told to get laid. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah those, are two, those are two different categories. <laughs> groups that need to get laid and groups that that need to be told that they need to get laid. Oh, yeah. Groups that need to be told to get laid. <sighs> Fuck. Let's see. That's because, you to... know, you know that there are the, the you know that there are these groups. Yeah. These fandoms. The fucking Kingdom Hearts fans need to get fucking laid, I think. Oh, they absolutely they need to get laid. They Dude, they, no, they don't just need to get ra- laid. They need to get uh, <laughs> raid. Unfortunate. Really unfortunate uh, <laughs> uh, Freudian slip there. Uh, they need to get railed. They need to get plowed and pegged and chained up. They need to experience kinky sex because they are losers. <laughs> I, I I hate the Kingdom Hearts fandom. I hate I hate that they're all obsessed with the same one game from 2006, and and that they're asking that every fucking game in the series play exactly like Kingdom Hearts 2, and that on launch Kingdom Hearts 3, a game that was okay but also wonderful and joyous and wholesome and cute, was not good enough for them for the weight that they built up for it. Even though they had fucking five games in the interim between Kingdom Hearts. Two and three, and it was not good enough for them at launch. And they all said it's one of the worst games ever made, even though it's perfectly fucking fine. I don't know if you saw this. There was a Snowman Games like top oh, ten oh, worst games of the oh decade list. Oh my god! And oh, it had, like hold on. Can we just talk about this? I have not seen anything from this list, and this guy, I, I this guy pisses me off. I don't like this guy's videos oh, whatsoever. He, he, someone, someone described it really well. It's he is the kindergarten teacher of analysis channels. Which is accurate. Yeah, that's true. totally true. I, I'll, I'll never forget the, the difference is one game has good controls, controls and the other has bad controls. I was the one that and sent you that, right? I'm not, I'm not living in that fantasy. No, no, I, I, I found it. Oh, I found it. You sent it to me and then I... I, 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 well, I think we both were just like angry. We were both just angry because he's comparing a 2D game to a 3D game. It's like, yeah. And he's comparing it. Uh, like a 2D precision platformer to a, a classic platformer. Yeah, and it's game. like, yeah, one game has good control and the other is bad control. It's like, first of all, good control isn't inherent to 2D, asshole. And the good controlling 3D games don't fucking exist, first of all. Second of all, you're not even going to explain what that means because he doesn't elaborate. Um, he he just he basically just says, like, here's the problems that, that Crash has that make it bad control, whereas here is what makes... Ed McMillan's The End Is Nigh Tight, Therefore Good Control. Yeah, it's like... And it's like nine minutes. Um, but but he made this, like, top ten worst games of the decade list that was, like, crowdsourced, and it had, like, Skyward Sword, Kingdom Hearts 3, Dark Souls 2, like, like games that, like, by all merits, are at worst, like, a six yeah. or a five. Probably don't you know? deserve to go on the, the, the worst the games. The worst games, games of the decade yeah, I, list. I, 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 I got, let me give some credit to, uh, let me give some credit to, to Angry Joe. When he does his end of year list, I really like how he does it. Because he has his top ten worst list, which is basically, like, no, bu- no, bu- no bullshit freebie, like, mobile games or anything like that. Like, but, but the the pits are open the pits are open but then he does top 10 most disappointing which is like hey of the games people actually gave a shit about what shit sucked ass you know like what shit was like it's like okay like when you in the grand scheme of gaming it's okay but eh, it sucks you know in the realm of 
what we consider competent products, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, a, and a disappointing game, like, Skyward Sword is a disappointing game. Yeah. It's not a, a piece of shit, but, like, you play it and you're just like, huh. Okay. If we're being honest, if we're being honest here, Miles, in the, in the contemporary, like, AAA gaming industry, only, like, what I would do, I would say, like, three to, f- maybe, like, two to four, like, games that are disappointing and bad like come out like i think like last year like balan wonderworld's one of those like what the fuck had this come out yeah like that, this is like shocking that's a weird shocking anomaly the one i would point to though is the other example like battlefield 2042 is one of those like yeah. so disappointing that it's but also like what the fuck what actually fucking happened here oh um, yeah it's that is genuine like like people mock these games pretty relentlessly like cyberpunk which is not like yeah. an atrocity as a as a as a game experience like the the story is apparently good and it's like a, a pretty okay looter shooter but like people it came out and people were like what the fuck um there there was another one that i was trying to think but yeah like but most disappointments are like the evil within where it's like yeah not an amazing game or anything but like shinji mikami made resident evil 4 and 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 this is what he came out with like okay 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 yeah sure it's 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 a game that makes you say okay in a nasally voice that's a disappointing game okay okay yeah it's just not that yeah it's just not that like particularly like great you know Um, yeah and and i also think that there's there's like a certain level of like a lot of people found like final fantasy 7 remake disappointing because of like the ending and it's like oh yeah no you can totally think that that like the direction it's going sucks but the rest of the game, though, is good. Like, so, so there, there are those kinds of elements where disappointment comes in many, 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 many forms. I would call Mario Odyssey fucking disappointing. I was disappointed. No one else on the planet would. Yeah, I was disappointed. No one else fucking would. Well, it was funny because you really liked it the first time. And then you were like, uh, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait a second. I, I uh, wait a sec. I didn't like. I didn't, I'm not capping here, right? I didn't like love it, love it, right? I thought it no, was you pretty it was good, good, though. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, you thought it was good, and then I kind of waned on it. You know what happened was I, I, I went for all the moons, and then I really kind of saw the game for what it was. I, I, like going for 100 percent, that game really makes you kind of see the experience for what it is, and it's just a, a lesser, a lesser Mario game than what what's coming yeah. for. Um. Although I'm under, well, yeah, no. I'm under the impression I, if I replay Galaxy, I won't like it, which is sad. that's that's fair. I know Tom doesn't really like Galaxy that much. Yeah, I I, I, I when it comes to replaying the Mario 3D Mario games, it's 64 and Sunshine. Those are the ones I replay. Um, yeah, because those are the ones that are just fun, and you you don't even have to like be critical about them. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, ex- exactly. Gal- Galaxy had this religious element to us as kids. Like it Definitely. was so next level and like so formative but like 64 like i i know that game back to front me too i'll be fine me too i'll be fine playing it like there's not gonna be a point where i go back to 64 and i go oh that was disappointing it's like no you would have had that revelation years ago by now yeah i just uh yeah i just wonder if i like sit down because i bought i ended up buying the fucking i gave nintendo my fucking 50 bucks or whatever for the for the for the nso yeah not for nso for i oh i gave them that too uh the uh the the 3d all-star collection so i have a copy of of galaxy that doesn't require uh we control because i tried to play through galaxy 
months and months and months ago when I did an archaeological dig on my Wii U. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the show, actually. We did, yeah. That that was for that was for a project that I ended up not doing. Yeah. Uh that was fun though to play play uh that was fun. Oh you know, put Splatoon is a great time. It's just everything surrounding it that's not a great time. Yeah, on honestly. On honestly. <laughs> well they'll fix their shit, I hope. Yeah. Uh oh God. I mean I I will say one last fandom that needs to get laid and then and then I have a discussion that okay. I wanted to bring up an anecdote i think the smash ultimate fandom and specifically the horny smash ultimate fandom needs to get laid people who have not played xenoblade 2 who have not played bayonetta and call bayonetta a nintendo girl if you call bayonetta a nintendo girl uh you should you should drink bleach like (laughs) i just i hate you um (laughs) i hate everything about you if you call bayonetta a nintendo girl she just isn't like just face reality. <laughs> it's it's like if it's like if Miku got into Smash and everyone called Miku a Nintendo, Nintendo girl. girl. It's like what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyone anyone who seems for like like <laughs> is uh, is non- Steve a Nintendo uh, Nintendo guy? Steve is a Nintendo boy. Yeah, he's a yeah. Nintendo. Is husbando. Alex is Alex a Nintendo girl? Alex? The, the, oh, the yeah, female yeah, Steve. Yeah, Minecraft Alex. Alex, yeah, no, Alex is a Nintendo girl. Confirmed. Oh my fucking god. Any, anyone, anyone who calls, like, these fucking, like, characters that, that aren't in, like, these legacy IPs, like, no one's calling Cloud a Nintendo boy. Yeah, it's so but, fucking But because dumb. no one played Bayonetta, like, no, no one in, who plays Smash plays Bayonetta, or no one who's horny. Specifically, like, no one who's, like, horny for Smash Girls plays Bayonetta, because horny people have no skill at games. This is just a fact. This is just a, a truth that horny people are bad at games. Now, Miles, Sonic Fox, known FGC competitor, winner of Evo multiple years and multiple games, is a furry. That's furries aren't inherently horny, though. But aren't they though? But aren't they, Miles? Not not all of them. That's the thing. I do I do know at least one fursuit maker who's a furry themselves and they are the most asexual human I have ever met in my fucking life. I, I nah, I I disagree. They don't they, they don't see it they don't see it in humans. They see it in that dollar dollar money in that cash <laughs> money making them fursuits. I'm sure I'm sure your friend who is a multimillionaire, I'm sure of it. Um by being they, a professional fursuit maker. They uh, certainly make thousands. The, you know what they made more than the autistic movie screening? They made that much money. Yeah. Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollar idea. Uh, yeah, but um horny people have no skill at games. That's just a fucking fact. Smash fandom, anyone who calls like anyone who's like, oh, Pyra and Mithra are hot, it's like, yeah, okay, play Xenoblade 2 and then hate the game like the rest of the planet. And then fucking get back to me. Uh but that game's got the waifus though, so I'll probably like it. It does. Sam Have you not played Xenoblade 2? No, I well, you have to remember game. I didn't like Xenoblade One. Oh, I, I thought oh. Xenoblade One was fucking boring. Yeah, true, so. true. You did like X though. Oh, I love X because X plays like a real fucking video game where you run really fast and you jump off stuff. That's a B tier open world though, maybe even C tier. I don't think that wor- that open world is like amazing or anything. Yeah. That's 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 on that C tier B tier level. Yeah, I'm, below Elden Ring for sure. My take, yeah. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to open worlds, like in general, as long as it does like. 
as long as it doesn't like get in the way of the of the experience and the gameplay is really good, I, I I'm not gonna be too too upset. You know, it's when the open world it, it, it trips it all over it fucking self, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, or, yeah. or the worst case scenario when I'm like, when I have to ask myself, why, why, why open world? Why did we? Why, why is it an open world? Why, why are we here? You know? Yeah, just to suffer. Just, to, uh, just to suffer. Yeah. Sam, I took a break from playing Elden Ring because I was like, this is fine. This game is okay, and I decided to play a real man's game, a Mario game Land for real 4. gamers with real skill. Mario Land 4? Wario, what? Wario Land 4? A game oh, for no, men? Oh, no, Wario Land 4. That game is absolutely for men. But, Sam, I'm talking about a game for true men. I'm talking about a, a game for men who fuck. Oh, Battleship. Okay? Battleship. Battleship is an <laughs> awesome game. Sam, I am talking about Gynax's Princess Maker 2. Oh, fuck. The, oh, wait, this one of them. This one of them, like, PC Engine games, right? Oh yeah, baby! It's on Steam, and someone got it for me for Christmas. So I said, "Fuck it! It's time to make a princess." This, so this is, game has one of my some bullshit you would be into. So this this game is fucking hilarious. This game is funny. Okay. So you start the game, and you immediately name your daughter, and you decide when her birthday is, and you also decide your own birthday. <laughs> and uh, the story goes. There was a holy war between demons and humans, and the humans were losing. And then you, man from the Far East, uh, slays the demon uh, king and gets a pension from the king to live forever in the kingdom. Unconnected to anything else, you're going outside one day and Venus, the, uh, no, Uranus, the queen of Uranus drops a child in your fucking lap, and they're like, this is a girl from heaven. Keep her pure and raise her. Bye! So now, you just have this ten-year-old girl in your life, who you now have to just raise, and hope that she doesn't end up a fuck-ass. So, here's my fucking daughter, named Louise. Okay. So- so, my fucking daughter comes into my life, already fucking ten years old. I start talking to her, the Convenient. first thing out of her mouth- Yeah. I start fucking talking to her, and the first thing out of her mouth is, It's really easy to move around when you have a small bosom. This is the level of intellect of my daughter. So, I bring my fucking daughter to the castle, and I meet this fucking fat guard who absolutely ruins the hentai. And- I, I try talking to these people, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm the fucking hero of the town. These people are gonna want to talk to my fucking daughter. I'll talk I'll talk to the chambermaid. I'll talk to the mistress, the king's mistress, right? King's got a mistress. So of course, my my fucking daughter comes up to him, and uh, or my my fu my fucking daughter comes up to her, and she's like, I hear that you're the king's favorite number two. And the mistress is like, I refuse to talk to anyone with such poor manners. I'm like, what the fuck, my. My daughter seems really- my fucking daughter seems really polite. What the fuck is wrong with my fucking daughter? So, of course, I look at my fucking daughter's stats, and my fucking daughter has a manners of zero. Because, of course, she was just born, even though she already knows about her fucking titties. She doesn't know anything about manners. So, of course, I look at the, my, my classes, and I see, okay, well, I can teach her manners. And you know what? I'm also going to teach her dance. Dance costs 50 gold. Manners costs 30 gold. A lesson, by the way, thirty gold a fucking day, and you have a month. So how, how of is it? How is Miles? How are you, as a Far Easterner, supposed to pay for this shit? 
Well, I, I, I defeated the Demon Lord. I have a penchant. They just, dude, I live in like a socialist economy like J.K. Rowling where they just pay me to, to be a fucking wastrel. Like, the funny thing about this game, Sam, is that I can't do work. I, my, my, I don't make income. My daughter has to make all of my money. And then a penchant comes in that pays for all of her schooling. But I can't afford to put her in school because that makes me less money. So, so I, I, I put my fucking daughter in ballet and manners class. And when did you know what? I bankrupt myself. Yeah. So now I got no fucking money for my fucking daughter's lessons. So I got to put her to work. But my fucking daughter, God bless her, can't do anything right because she's 10. So I I sent her to work at the at the inn. I think the inn gives me at the no, cheesecake oh, no, the factory. You sent her to the work farm, at the cheesecake factory. The farm gives me the most money, and this stupid fucking bitch, my fucking daughter, keeps getting her fucking hand bit by horses. Can't feed them the carrots. Keeps keeps putting hay on herself, trying to trying to move the haystack. Hay ends up all over her head, and the farmer's like, "Your fucking daughter's a bitch. I'm not paying her a single coin." And it's like, "Well, can you pay me?" You pay me? I'll work on the farm. I'll do fucking anything. I'll do the no clicky. I'll daughter. do the clicky clacky mini game. I don't care. <laughs> my daughter can't do anything. Fuck it. So of course, immediately month in, my daughter strays from the path of virtue. So I gotta, I gotta roll back. I gotta restart my Wait a minute, fucking whoa, 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 file. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? She strayed from the path of virtue. What did she do? Did she kill someone? She'll. St it, it just. Sh so she'll start like stealing your money and spending it on clothes when she goes to town. And she'll start slacking off at work, which makes me no income because I can't work, apparently. So you got to keep your daughter pure because she came from heaven. So there's a couple things you got to do. I understand you just gotta that. Fucking talk to, you, you just got to fucking talk to the fat bastard who ruins the hentai until your daughter earns enough social points to be able to talk to whoever's next on the list. And when she talks to that guy for a long enough time, she can talk to the next person. And everyone is like... You should keep your daughter marriageable and pure. Remember, a man likes a woman who can fucking put out. And and that's just and that's just all the NPCs. So, just hold on, so what you're telling me what married. you're telling me is that that this game is about it, it, it's it's trad wife builder. It's trad wife builder. But you can build your trad wife in various ways. For example, my daughter, my fucking daughter, was able to fucking clean our house really well. It made me no money, but for a month I just had to send her downstairs to do the chores. So that she would build up enough cooking skills to be able to work at the restaurant so that I could get some fucking income from my fucking daughter who has to do all the work in my family. So eventually my fucking daughter gets to a cooking skill so good that Domorov, the spirit of cooking, comes to my door and is like, Remy. Your daughter's a... Yeah, your daughter's a great cook. Keep cooking, and I'll bless her even more. Louise, so anyone gets... can cook. <laughs> Louise, anyone can cook. <laughs> Louise is the, that's the rat. Louise is the rat in yeah. uh, Ratatouille. Yeah. That, that makes Remy feel threatened. Uh, Goddamn, bring so it all eventually back. She gets, to, she gets to a cooking stat of 103, the highest cooking stat in the game. And she's not even 12 yet. She's still 11 years old. So... Of course, my cooking stat is dummy fat. So when the harvest festival comes around, of course, you got to enter your daughter in something. She can't just sit out because remember, my daughter has to do everything. 
So my fucking daughter's got to be in the cooking competition. Meanwhile, this bitch is smoking everyone in her cooking stat so much that Domorov, the god of cooking, blessed him herself. And so my daughter gets in his fucking cooking contest, doesn't even get a single fucking point, because not only does she have to have dummy high cooking skills, which she does, Domorov said so, but she also has to have great oh yeah yeah you, you missed and one I, you missed one point in the calculation chief you forgot to teach you how to what, set the table i don't know what the fuck gives me grace but all my fucking daughter can do is cook she can't do anything else so of course i gotta wait for my pension so she can continue schooling but otherwise i gotta send her to do part-time work at the restaurant every day because i apparently can't do fucking anything by the way this might have the most realistic birthday in any video game ever because when your birthday rolls around nothing happens and no one acknowledges it when your birthday happens, it's just a non-event, which is so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, of course, my fucking daughter can't do anything. My, my fucking daughter can't do anything. And, and I, t I took her on vacation one time, and I wanted to go to the beach. So I said, okay, I'll take my fucking daughter to the beach. I forgot it was winter, so the beach was cold. And then my, my butler, Cube the butler, scolded me. He scolded me for going to the beach in the winter. So when you take a vacation, you actually have to take the season into account. Because, man, if you go to the mountains in the summer, who boy, you're going to look like a jackass. And so what, what is it, hot? It's too hot to do anything in the summer? Yeah, and also you got to buy your fucking daughter clothes. Because sometimes there's heat flashes, or, there, or there's extremely cold Oh yeah, oh winters. yeah, your, your daughter, I'm sorry, my, I had to restart my run, my daughter died of heat stroke. My daughter got too cold and strayed from the path of virtue. <laughs> so, your, so my, you your can, daughter got an STD and strayed from the path of virtue. My fucking daughter, you can build your fucking daughter in a couple different ways, right? Yeah. You can, you can make her like a warrior. You can give her weapons and send her out of town to kill monsters without supervision. Okay. From the, the ripe old age of 10. And there's jobs for her. She could be a hunter or a lumberjack or a farmer. There's, there's jobs for a strong masculine princess. Now, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, the, well, hold on. 2. yeah, I was about to say, this game's called Princess Maker 2. And you're telling me this guy is just like some aristocrat. He's not even like yeah. a king? No, I'm just, I'm just, uh, she's I'm just not a, hero. a princess. Why is it called Princess what? Maker 2? It should be called I got, I little, assume that little, I... little Girl Slave Simulator 2, because that's what it is. I assume that she's going to become a princess, or maybe she's like the princess of heaven, because she's like a special star child, you know? Star uh, Child Simulator heaven. 2. Star not, Child Simulator 2 not, is a great title. Not a princess. And... And, and so you can make your daughter strong, but because I was so focused on being practical, all my fucking daughter can do is cook. And now she's doomed to be a common housewife. She's not going to impress the prince at all like this. Noth hey, I, I can't hey, marry who, who, her wait like a minute, this. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Miles. You're telling me a man, uh, the way to a man's heart is not through his stomach? Come on. That cookie's it's, it's all through. she needs. 
It's through a well-rounded suite of elegant high society things. Allegedly, there are pageants later in the game, and you can bribe the judges of the pageants. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, this, this game's fun, but, like, it's, it's, it's on that idle game, like, cookie run, cookie clicker, where it's, so, it's, something, it's something to do. You load up, you raise your daughter to adulthood. Probably the game ends when she turns 18. How long does it take, by the way, to do that? I don't know, probably a couple hours, five, six hours. Okay. I don't know. I, so, I played for a good, good so, amount so of you're, time. You're, what, but you're, what you're telling me is you're not sitting down and knocking out a, a girl, like a full girl, you know? You're not knocking out a... No, you're not knocking out a full full girl. You're not making a whole princess in a single sitting. You're going to run with your character for a couple couple se- sessions. and then It's just like Elden Ring. It's just yeah. like Elden Ring where you where you just min max. You just min max this character. <laughs> Bribing by the, the way, judges is just... funny, by the way, in uh it, oh, for, yeah, the, in for the for the pageants. Yeah. I do think that this game is better than Elden Ring because it's got more systems. That was a joke, everyone. Relax. Yeah, could you see the could you see the, the blood vessels start to pop in my fucking face there, Miles? I um, did, I did. I, I actually, the level of, that you, was the most, Because like, you know you would unironically silence. say that, right? No. <laughs> I wouldn't, actually. I wouldn't say that about Princess Maker 2. Has, it's better than Elden Ring because it has more, more systems. I, 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 you know, look. That look. snowman level game, it has more systems. This game has three systems, and this game and this has only three has systems, and this has two. two. Therefore, now that's the Lamhoot scale. That's the Lamhoot depth scale. Damn, we we don't gotta dunk on we don't gotta dunk on Lamhoot on Kragos. We dunked we? on everyone else in the YouTube sphere. We dunk on Lamhoot. I I used to know the guy. He's nice. I, I like Lamhoot. I like Lamhoot. Yeah, hope he's, he's, he's really well. sweet. He's really sweet. Apparently, I, I I hear I hear conflicting things nowadays, but. I'm sure he's fine. I, I don't fucking know. I I, well, I can't fucking trust. I can't fucking trust anyone in this fucking in this fucking in this society world, any, any, in anymore. This world. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Princess Maker Two. I raised my daughter, and I was a failure. I was a horrible failure. All she can do is fucking cook, work in the restaurant, because I don't make any money. Because I'm a fucking wastrel, even though I have Cube the Butler to help me around that the house. I can't do anything. I had to take my fucking daughter to the castle so she could socialize. Because whenever I give her a lecture, it says she's not satisfied by the lecture. Like, I'm supposed to satisfy my daughter by lecturing her? I'm fucking sorry. What is this, Japan? Yeah, actually. That's true. You are you are oh, a yeah, Far other, Easterner. I am a Far Easterner. The other thing is, eventually, I got enough skill in elegance and grace... I think my daughter was like a high society girl at some point. So who else would show up at my door but Paimon? You know, the demon Paimon who shows up at my door to say, you're really good at being a high society babe. I'm going to give you more points towards your high society meter. And then Louise responds, oh, I'm like 10. <laughs> No, Louise responds, Paimon seems nice, because my daughter's a fucking simpleton. <laughs> my fucking daughter says, I don't like my huge bottom. And I said, bitch, that shit's going to get you far in life. I don't like my fat ass. <laughs> she, said, she said, I don't like these big ass buns I got. 
And I'm we like, straight I'm from like, the girl, path of virtue. I'm like, girl, that, that's about to win us the pageant. So, so I, 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 what, okay, let me, okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on this fucking straight from the path of virtue thing, but when, when the game tells you that your princess strayed from the path of virtue, does she gain demon wings? Does she descend no, it, to it, hell? she just becomes rebellious and just a jerk. Like, it, I mean, it's just like, it's just the path of virtue. She's not literally fallen off of, like, the throne of virtue or whatever. She's just strayed from the path. And it's my job to shepherd her back oh, by so, buying her things. So she can stray off the path, and you can bring her back to the light. You just decided to bitch out and give up and reset the game the, when she strayed well, from the it path of virtue. Immediately, okay. Well, I was under the impression it was a game over, and I ran a scenario. No, no, okay, no. It happened immediately, and I ran out of money because I didn't understand how money works in this. Gotcha. Game. I, okay, that makes sense. I, I'm sorry. I thought this was a Oregon Trail situation where, like, failure is death, and that means you have to start over. I would love it if the game, like, was just like, yeah, you didn't do a good enough job on your daughter, and now she's a crack whore. Get fucked. Fuck you. Restart the game. Start from when she was 10 again, complaining about her fucking ass being too fat. <laughs> and by the way, I need to remind you, this was made by Gynax. You know, thank you, Gurren the Lagan. anime company. Thank you. Gurren Lagan, Evangelion, mm. Panty Stocking. God, Panty uh, Stocking, dude. Other things. God damn. They made stuff, and also they made Princess Maker, too. I watched, uh... I watched a, a video from Spilling the Milk. I brought them up before. They, 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 they yeah, they did the High Guardian the, Spice. Uh, high, high Guardian Spice. They, and they, re I just recently saw a video from them like a month, a month or so ago. Them watching a uh, panty, panty and stocking. Oh man, these kid, these kids. That show's insane. These kids don't know what hit them, dude. These kids don't know what fucking hit them. Even that I forgot. Nuts. Even I forgot how fucking crazy that shit was, dude. Two thousand eight, man, was a was a was a time that... I thought that was 2010. Yeah, 2008, 2010. That whole era, if you will. Oh, man. Zoomers today wouldn't know. The TikTok kids wouldn't know what fucking hit them. If, they, if some of this stuff from 2008 to 2010 resurfaced that we were watching. I love Panty and Stalking with Garter Belt because it's just every degen fetish you could possibly imagine turned into an episode. I mean, it's like totally spies, but yeah. they did it on purpose. Like there's the episode where we're stalking eats so much that she becomes the size of the house and like becomes like super fat. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, uh, the M episode where panty births brief. <laughs> or it might be the other way around. I think brief births panty and stalking. Po possibly who fu i don't I, I only saw like an episode or two of the show i didn't really watch it uh i always it was it's fucking insane it's pretty I, yeah i've seen clips and stuff and like people review it and talk about it it's fucking great it's fucking crazy but oh yeah imagine no, just Zo like zoomers ain't got shit dude, imagine like zoomers watching like some of like the mario flash animations we used to watch just like some like racist mario, mario. oh my god oh oh dude the spongebob the chinese spongebob or like s crack pipe weed pants <laughs> yeah like like these kids couldn't ha handle this shit everyone always likes to talk about like the modern warfare lobbies and it's like oh dude like today's ears could never 
handle 90 seconds in a modern warfare fucking two lobby with just how heinous that shit was which i guess is why like i feel like part of the reason why us miles the doomers are are so like desensitized to like literally everything and why i can't give a fuck about anything is because we just grew up watching this shit at such a young age that it was just like whatever like it had to roll how old off our you when you saw your first how old are you when you saw your first beheading on live leak yeah i'm yeah i mean i never was on live leak and stuff but i was watching fucking flash animations with that were you know super gory newgrounds flash animations of mario getting the kids are gonna see smiling friends and they're gonna be like that's fucking metal and it's like oh bro you got oh, dude. you got no idea dude have you seen me canyon like <laughs> You seen Ember Ghost Squad, the show that murdered someone? <laughs> oh damn! Really? What happened there? Yeah, you don't know about that with that that the the spree killer Andrew Blaze and his animation series, the Amber Ghost Squad. Do you remember this? This is like a uh, like the YouTube. He's like Mr. Anime. He's up there with like Mr. Anime and like YouTube murderers. The small list of YouTube murderers. Oh wait, this is uh a- a- wait Ember's Ghost Squad, like the fucking Danny Phantom character, the Danny Phantom character. Yeah, yeah. yeah hold on, there's a Twitter EGS at EGS World. There's one thousand five hundred followers, which is like fourteen hundred more than I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, fourteen hundred and two more than us, fourteen hundred four more than us. Um, I I just am scrolling through their Twitter, and the fourth, the like the the sixth last tweet is this like, are are these like what I can only describe as like OC maker, like Danny Phantom characters with like a with, with a a Gygus background, like a red and black background of Gygus from fucking Earthbound that just says the Westboro High Massacre in red text with the with the white to dark silver gradient uh outline that's really obnoxious and hard to read that just says two more days. Yeah, so th- so he made an animation in which all of them shot up his school. <laughs> and then he shot three people at his job and Holy and the, what's crazy about it is that we just have excessive documentation of all of it. Oh, so it's like uh okay, so so it's like uh Elliot Roger or like um uh uh Chris Chan type of beat. Yeah. Okay. Like where everyone just knows everything about like again, the, it, it the is similar that to like really mis- online. They were really online, which yeah. is well, it's like Mr. Anime. If you remember Mr. Anime, he's another famous I know he, like, like YouTube he killed, killer. He killed the people, yeah. Which is fucking, cr- which is fucking crazy. Um, can you just imagine if like tomorrow, like some call me Johnny, oh killed someone, dude? Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so sad. What the fuck, dude? Damn, like, like, not yeah. Johnny. No, he wouldn't do that. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't do that. that. Who, who is a YouTuber? Who's a YouTuber who, like, you would be, like, shocked but unsurprised? Danny Sexbang. Oh, dude, yeah. If, if, like, if, like, the Game Grumps killed someone, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's on. <laughs> dude, Ninja Brian fucking But it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, like, a, like, a, a slaying, you know? It would be, like, manslaughter or, like, a, you know, like, a, like, yeah, they got that's, mad and that's what would be happening. Yeah, yeah, like, or, or it was, like, some, like, DUI or some type of shit like that. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about like a, I'm talking about like a Mister Anime level, like, like premeditated like they, slit they, their throat. They yeah. killed someone. Fuck. 
It's like it's it's like when you're talking about celebrities who killed someone. I think the only thing funnier than celebrities who killed someone is YouTubers who killed <laughs> someone because that happens a lot. There's a lot of YouTubers who have killed someone. There's like a like a famous like Indian YouTuber who killed someone. He like killed like his like his his sister's like boyfriend or something crazy like that. Hold, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. YouTube YouTubers Murderers. who are who who have murdered someone. Who have murdered someone? I should. Oh, yeah, that have killed someone. There we go. Here we go from the Odyssey Online. Okay, so we got El- Elliot Roger, classic YouTuber, classic beloved YouTube character. Um, uh, Trey Eric Sessler, who was uh, okay. Was this him? Because he it, this lists him as a anime and video game YouTuber under the name Lens Cat Productions. I don't know him. I don't know him that well. Um, then there's Pekka Eric Ovian. Uh, he's, I think he's who I was talking about. Yes. He shot nine people in Finland. That is not who I was talking about then. Then there's uh, Jared Lee Launer. He was like a conspiracy YouTuber, I think. Um, Mike Lombardo. Wait a minute, hold on. Like Rombardo was arrested in 2013 for for CP, uh, and then Ooh, but he was saucy, but he wasn't. He wasn't uh, not murder. I don't know why he. Oh, this is just who became criminals. So not everyone's a murderer. Maybe. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, I don't know who that is. See, but I don't care about YouTubers who get child porn. I every YouTuber's seen child porn. Like, who cares? That's nothing interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Some of this shit's like battery and bullshit. I don't fucking give a shit about that because like, who gives a shit? Because that's not like Dude, YouTubers. If a, if a you YouTuber, know? if a YouTuber is a pedophile, I'm like, so, so is the last guy who got to six million subs. Yeah, it's the uh, they're all pedophiles. Get like, get back to me later. Yeah, it, it's the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fuck, man! It, it's a. Uh... Yeah, but that shit's fucking. That shit's crazy. That shit's fucking crazy. That, oh. that he fucking uh, that he fucking k- killed killed some someone. It's fucking wild. Yeah, that's just the that's just the easy YouTuber. I mean, it it would be like if like Kanon sixteen killed someone. You know? Yeah. Like, what just the like, fuck? Yeah. Like just this guy you used to watch who was one of my old handles, by the way. That's the joke. Uh. Just ended up killing someone, and and you just found out, and you saw my fucking mugshot before I went to juvenile hall. Yeah. Oh, damn, juvie for murder. Damn, you fucking U.S. is going could, light nowadays. Sorry, by the way, I've been watching a lot of prison. You probably tried as an adult, right? Oh yeah, easy, easy. I've been watching. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of uh, Larry Lawton, who I like adore. He, uh, do you know about this guy? No. He's got like one million subs. So basically, he was one of the world's most premier, infamous like jewel thieves. And he robbed a bunch of jewelry stores and stuff, and he sold diamonds for the mob. And he ended up doing uh, eleven years in prison, and and he actually like served like hard ass time in like a maximum security penitentiary. So the stories and stuff he shares, and he's a great storyteller, um, with a really vivid memory and great in great detail. And he's just a fucking fascinating guy to listen to. Really curbs my prison itch, you know, that I'm that I'm so yeah. fascinated with. I mean that that's like 
that that's just like finding like porn of a rare waifu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just being like, oh, the Fuck, dude. This is everything I want. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I I I I what have I been watching recently? Oh yeah, I watched um a speed run of all ten oh, of all eleven Mega Man games before Mega Man Eleven, okay. including Base. Rockman and Forte. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, I know. Which I, I I and and we all know me. I don't actually like to play Mega Man that much. It's just it's not my jam. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this too. Like, like it would just be really funny if I just made like the Ego Raptor equivalent of like the Ocarina of Time video, but for, like, Mega Man 2. Just this, like, completely inoffensive game that I just, like, come out like, yeah, you know what? It's not even that good. Like, because, like, you could genuinely make arguments about, like, there being major problems with Mega Man 2 as this kind of legendary game. Like, just the Metal Blades work on way too many things. Or, or like, the, the, that, like, a lot of the enemies are, are, just these kind of, a lot of the enemies are just these, like, s- obstacles that you have to stop and take down. You really can't speed past them the way you can in other games, like, because you don't have the slide or the Mega Buster. Yeah. Like, these are things that, that you could take umbrage yeah. with if you were embarrassing. <laughs> um, but, but like, I'm just imagining myself just making, like, this, like, attack video of, like, like Mega Man 2 is mid. <laughs> And and it's just mid, Mega Man mid, with like a Mega Man two, Mega Man two, like a tear, Mega Man two, like a teardrop over Mega Man's face and the, the frowny face, and me just being like, in Mega Man four, you can charge up your Mega Buster and just, you know, just blow the enemy away. Mega Man two, you gotta stop, and it's just like pew pew pew. It's like I don't feel like a powerful robot at all. I feel like a fucking janitor cleaning up these guys, you know, just like. Uh, just, just making, just like coming at this game that no one has ever had a problem with ever, and just having problems with it for the first time. Uh, but, but I was thinking about like just, just I don't love Mega Man as a, as a game. It's just not my jam. But I love Mega Man as as a game to observe and watch and ex- and enjoy the design of because these are beautiful games. They're beautifully crafted. Great, yeah, game yeah. You should play great more of music. Them. They're so fun, great, aren't they? I, 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 I like, but also just don't love playing Mega Man. Well, you're just That's not that big like, of like a platformer guy. You're not really into yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I'm not really a big like action plat. Like Contra is not really my thing oh, either. Man. You know, I, I love Alien Wars, obviously. Yeah, Alien, Alien Wars is high, but but Alien Wars is like really snappy. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, just I, I appreciate, the, I appreciate game. the gameplay of Alien Wars three, but I think I prefer Contra NES to 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 three. Um, I I can't get that opinion personally, but I also can. I yeah, I just prefer the I just prefer the the sort of the level design and the pace of uh of one. Uh, I feel it's just a it's like a more more fulfilling like game experience for me to play. I, I I do get that because Alien Wars just is it happens so fast. Yeah, it happens and it's over, and it's like what the fuck happened. Oh, um, and it, and it's just nonstop. I mean, it is pure action. Whereas like Contra, there there's there's some. There's some pacing to that game. Yeah. There's some real pacing. Normally, I'm not like this, but I think, like, Alien Wars would have been, like, if it had, like, like two more, like, two more, like, on-foot levels, I think, somewhere. Yeah, in, I, I can feel that as well. Especially, you know, you got the bike, and you got the, the overhead You got the levels. two like, overhead yeah, levels, which I enough. which I think are fine, and you got the bike level, which I think is awesome. But, like, and then you have levels, like, one and three, which are also great, and level six is, is the boss rush. 
Like, it's a great, it's like an amazing game. I got really like few problems with it. I just think it like, I, I come away from that experience feeling that it was a little like, I, I like it felt like, oh man, I could like, a little half baked a little I, bit. I could have used a little more. Yeah. Well, it was, it was my same opinion with like Toho Luna Nights where I was like a little more, yeah, just a little more, more and, yeah. I, and I would have felt, yeah. <laughs> Contra 3, the mid <laughs> Just, yeah, just, coming out yeah, of nowhere and just 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 attacking Contra three. It's like, what just are we doing? Contra? Now, in Con- in Contra one, it's you know Contra one, like all the weapons are really you know good and useful. But like Contra three, the Alien Wars, was, why would you ever have anything that's not the Crusher? I mean, the Crusher's just like the like you know the balance is all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Just like just this complete like. Like where where why are you doing? This? Where's this like, energy no one, coming from? Nobody even likes yeah, Contra no is, this much. No one is that mad about Contra. Um, I'm I'm just picturing myself doing that. But like, it is just funny to like study Mega Man, and 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 I noticed a couple things on my latest Mega Man study session. Oh boy! The first of which, though, was I cannot believe how bad Rockman and Forte is. Oh, oh, dude, I you get it. I am dude. shocked at how. Bad that game. It's is. it's awesome. It's kind of awesome actually. How how, it's how, awesome how shitty it is. Shit game like is. yeah, it's like it's like a perfect example of like like this is like Brockman of Worthy is a great game to point to. Be like fuck glitches, fuck bugs. Like I hate talking about that shit. It's so fucking lame. It's so useless, especially now in the patching era. That shit goes away. What doesn't go away is this level design. What doesn't go away is this enemy placement. What doesn't go away are the are the decisions made on a gameplay level in Rock Band and Forte. First of all, I, I think that that might have the most boring soundtrack of all time. <laughs> I I think that that soundtrack is like elevator music placed over a Mega Man stage. Every every song, I mean, like look it up. Look up this the like look. Look it up for yourself. I mean, it is. I'm doing we it. We make fun of X3 a lot. Tunnel Rhino. No, 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 no. From Rockman to Forte, you want me to look up? Oh, all of them. They're all bad. It doesn't matter which one you listen to. All of them are garbage. They're all like elevator trash. I'm I'm gonna listen to I'm gonna listen to hip you know, and we'll play it. Graphic we'll anxiety. Play it. Fuck it. This is not this, that's not no that's not Mega Man stage music. Wait, hold on, let me listen to Dynamo Man's theme. What the f- Dynamo Man's is okay, I think. Yeah, it's kind of- it spops a little bit. I- I fuck with that. Yeah, that one's not bad. What about- that what about- hold bad. on, Cold Man? Oh, dude, Tangu- you have to listen to Tangu Man. Oh, no, they fucked up Tangu Man. Oh, they fucked up Tangu Man big time. Let me- alright, hold on, let me find him. Magic Man, Burner Man, Pirate Man, Ground Man, Cold Man- All these are terrible songs, by the way. They're all Astro boring. Man, Tangu Man, here we go. You know what this music is? You know what this music is? What? This is the music when you're playing a JRPG and you're in the opening town and it's before shit happens and shit goes down. And oh, yeah. your fucking dumbass par- friends 
uh, who don't join your party, but like are in your party for the prologue. Tim and Roger. Yeah, I, I remember this. The, the, those are the friends from Secret of Mana. They're Tim and Roger. Yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah, Tim and Roger. Or no, it's Tim and I think it is Tim and Roger actually. <laughs> I thought I might have just been thinking Tim of Rogers. Tim Rogers. <laughs> but I think they are named Tim and Roger. But but anyways yeah yeah so Tim and Roger and Tino and Bede and Skinner and whoever are uh, Timothy and Roger it's Timothy and Roger uh, basically they're all like yeah bro like we're the big festivals today can't wait to go to go to the 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 the, the clock tower in the square yeah the town square the- by the way I heard a creepy rumor that there's a ghost that appears at midnight let's go check it out at the graveyard and this song's playing do 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 like you know it's happy go lucky everything's all good not a Mega Man track is the point not a Mega Man track. It, it sounds like a Battle Network track. It like, does. It really does. I was thinking the same thing, like Mega Man Battle Network, like you're, that fat friend, that that friend with the huge fucking Dex. forehead. Fat head. Yeah. Oh, Dex and Yai. Yai. And who's the other, the, the redhead? She's kind of cute. I like Male. Her. Male? Yeah. Male, yeah. Ma- male, when I was 10, male could have got these nuts. <laughs> now that I'm an adult, I can't legally say that yeah. anymore. Well we well we can illegally say it on the show, it's fine. We can illegally <laughs> say it in through Discord messages. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I had uh oh yeah. Uh, one one last one last observation Please. that I, I had to make. Uh Mega Man six for the battle warriors, they're all terrible no. at <laughs> fighting. No, they're like, all really bad. Wait, wait, as in like the attacks they do, the boss fights. Yeah, like they just have. They're just like not aggressive at yeah, all. Yeah, they just, they just the take it. They just take it. it. They're not too interesting. They just take it. Like I was just thinking about like like Mega Man Two. How every fight in Mega Man Two is just like fucking high octane and intense. Yeah. Just like Leaf Man is just like that. That fight comes at you hard and fast. That's one of the easiest fi- or Wood Man. Like that 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 fight comes at you so fast and it's one of the easiest fights in the game. Yeah, well you you even with Metal Blade, you will get your fucking cheeks clapped if you if you mistime your jumps and you don't mash hard enough. You'll 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 just yeah. take too much damage from the leaves. Oh um, Yeah, like the, uh, Airman, like those patterns are nuts. Yeah, like e- even uh yeah, the only one that's like free is uh is Flashman. You don't have to move. Flashman's free and, and probably Man. by design. Bubble Man is, yeah, Bubble Man's pretty free. Yeah, you just literally jump once in the air and shoot him with Metal Blade. Yeah, but, like, Metal Man's pretty tough. Quick Man, one of my favorite bosses in the, in the series, as much as oh, I don't have much oh, of a right to talk. Quick Man, ugh. I mean, I love Quick Man, but, oh, he fighting him is such a pain to the fucking, it's such a crapshoot. Uh, but I, I love those, like, really tough, like, like him, like, Freeze Man, just, like, those those fights that are just on, fuck, oh, Slash Man. Yeah, where it's, where it's fights just, Fights that like- are just on top of your ass. Oh, um, um... Nitro Man. Nitro Man's one of my favorites. Yeah, Nitro Man is fun as fuck because fighting him with the, the chill spike's really cool. Um, oh, yeah, no, you just, you literally just, like, like fucking 360 no-scope him from both sides with the chill spike. It's awesome. Yeah, and once you get good at that fight, it's like, you get, he jumps over you and you go, pop, pop, pop. It's fucking so, so hot. Chill a- spike is, like, absolutely just my favorite weapon in the It's series. pretty, pretty versatile. I think Mega Man 10 does not get the credit it deserves for being, like, like really honestly like as excellent as nine i think i as i've gotten older and i've preferred difficulty and challenge in my games nine has stuck with me more because nine dude nine fucks nine is nine will fuck you up even as a mega man 
fan. It's I, we were talking about this in DMs like a month or so ago. How c- kind of so ahead of its time Mega Man Nine is as a game. Oh yeah, no, like it is the first retro throwback that that is intentionally stripped down. I mean, there's no Mega Buster and there's no slide. There's no Mega Buster. There's no slide. The game's in like the game's in four by three. The game is in four by three. The game's in four by three. The game has literal like p- literally like kind of like pixel perfect art with the original NES games. Um, yeah. They play. They the play. O- the only reason that you can't tell, the, the only reason that you can tell it's not an NES is game is no the sprite flicker. Frame rate's good. Yeah, yeah. There's no sprite flicker. Oh, there's no slowdown. There's no sprite flicker. Exactly. And like, that's pretty pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. And the fact that and not only and not only does it look just like the original games, it's on the level from a level design perspective too. Like, it's, I think it's actually like better than half. Oh, of them, dude, to be easy, honest. easy. I I put nine and ten at the top of my list of uh. Oh, Mega Man games. And I gotta be honest with you, dude. I don't know if you ever got around to playing Eleven. Eleven's a solid entry. Eleven's the upper half of the of seer, uh, upper half too, which to me is a massive accomplishment. I think the fact oh, that absolutely. they still kind of got in the fact that I finished it. I'm like, yeah, this is probably in like the top my top six Mega Man games of the twelve main ones that are out what, now. What are the absolute bottom Mega Man games? The absolute bottom ones for me are. A five, five for sure is there. Five for sure. I can I, I I cannot fuck with five. I think some of the level design is pretty interesting in five. But the I, I I like a lot of the level design and I love the soundtrack in five. But like the I was talking about the Mega Man six bosses. Like the Mega Man five bosses are are the funny. Oh, they're funny. Uh, yeah, Charge Man's kind of sick though. I like the I like him and his weapons. Interesting. The fact that it's like a, a, a you it's yeah. activated through the slide is interesting. But all the other weapons in that game suck fucking ass. And all, also, <laughs> by the way, stone. by oh yeah, Power Stone. Oh my god, worst weapon ever, dude. <laughs> worst fucking weapon ever. I love Power Stone. Dude, at least it's like shot. It's like it's comical. At least when at least when you get a Gutsman's block and you throw it, it hits something. You know, like Power oh, Stone yeah, feels great. Shit. Um. Five's definitely up there. Four is questionable for me. Whether or not it's a uh, it's it's a uh, bottom bottom four, six. Four is on the line. Four is on the line. Four is on the line for me. I I on one hand I love the difficulty of four. I love I just really like the collection of robot masters. I think they're really unique and interesting. I also love the weapon pool. I think four is a great weapon pool. Yeah, I like the I like the skull shield is is one of the better shields. I like um, drill bombs great because bomb. you can remote detonate it. Yeah, uh, spirit bombs really cool. Pharaoh's uh, oh, yeah, weapon. Pharaoh uh, shot. Uh, ring man. Uh, Ringman's weapons kind of it has an interesting. Oh, ring boomerang, yeah, because it pierces, yeah, yeah. So there's it's such an interesting in shit like that in the game, and I, I appreciate its, its difficulty. But Mega Man Four is the start of the two castle shit, which I gotta be honest, I fucking. Oh, hate. that sucks. Yeah, two it's just a, sucks. it's such a fucking pace killer for me. Um, because by the time I get to the Wily castles, I want to be done. Like I'm like I'm done. Yeah. I'm like finished. I have had enough Mega Man. Um. Even though three also kind of fucks with that, I like three. I like uh, three. I think three is three's pacing's worse though. Like with the the dock robots, the, I I just think the docks robot stages are just significantly harder than the rest of the game. It's like yeah. it's it's like such a difficulty spike. I think three is probably the easiest game uh, of or the, at least of one, two, and three. I think three is the easiest. Um, well, the Wily Castle, I remember being shockingly easy. Oh, it's well, yeah, especially after you do the dock robot stages. Um. But once you once you like know how to just handle 
the Doc Robot stages, it's it's not too bad though, and I really appreciate a lot what that game does. The slide adds a lot to the gameplay. Um, oh, certainly. And and unlike four, five, and six, that I don't think really capitalize on the slide too too much. I think three, being that it adds the slide, capitalizes the most uh, on on it with like dodging enemies and stuff. It feels very acrobatic and stuff, which I think is fun. Um, Mega Man Six, um. I like a lot. I really, really like Six a lot. Um, I just love the music. I love Flame Man stage. I love. Uh, I like. Oh, Flame Man's awesome. I like the world. Uh, I just like the whole like wor- again the world tournament. Everyone's from a different country. But I, you know what I love about Mega Man Six is like there are four robots that are like clearly warriors representing their country like tomahawk man uh centaur man uh, yamato like man that. yamato man night man well centaur i mean centaur man is absolutely a warrior like i mean his power is weird time uh, stop but didn't know centaurs had yeah. a time stopping ability i didn't though. know okay. centaurs had not only that, that they had time stops and spread guns <laughs> like i didn't know that was that was the centaur uh centaur kit he just, yeah he just picked up this spread weapon from contra that he uh yeah, Got the centaur kit, spread gun, and night man. But then you have plant man and blizzard man. Wind a man. Yeah, blizzard man, flame man, and, uh, wind man. Yeah, and and it's just like it's just like okay, so cl- four countries made warriors, and then the other four just like phoned it in. Yeah, and just made like like generic. Like I would have been really cool if if all of them were like. We're, we're like warrior base. I, like Canada could be Mountain Man. Yeah, you know <laughs> that would have been cool. India, India could be I don't know what India could be like Shiva Man, <laughs> Slave Man. <laughs> trident Man. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck. I mean, well. Shiva's got a trident. Um, yeah, Brazil. I mean, I guess there's nothing interesting in Brazil, <laughs> warrior-wise. Mex- go to Mexico and, and have, like, Aztec uh, man. Aztec man, yeah. My, Aztec Mayan man. man. Mayan man. My, Mayan man. Oh, that's good. That's good. And if you wanted to be, like, really cool about it, you could be, like, sun man. Oh. You know? Sun gods. Mask man mask with man. the stone mask. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That'd be great. But but I uh, like I yeah. fuck with Mega, Mega Man Six. I fuck with Mega Man Six. Mega Man Seven. I know is your favorite. I don't really fuck with it. Oh, um, I, I it's the one. It's not my favorite. It's the one I can beat. Oh, damn! That's interesting because that game is known for having the hardest Wily fight in the entire series. But I I know how to do the Wily fight, so I can beat it. It's uh damn that's that's so funny that's so funny to me that seven is like the one you you take to is like the beatable one I think it's it's just, it's just the it's the one that makes the most sense to me because I think the SNES just makes sense in my brain oh oh I mean I guess I I guess I get that um but seven doesn't really fuck I don't really fuck with seven I don't really like any of the bosses from seven the robot masters I don't really fuck with them the freeze cracker is really funny uh. Funny I do item. like the freeze cracker. I do like the freeze yeah, what, cracker. His funny item guy. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Funny attack guy. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, what are some of the fucking stupidest fucking weapons in this franchise? Oh, the stupidest weapons? Like, oh, well, first like of all. Freeze cracker. Freeze cracker, yeah, that's definitely one of them. Uh, power stone, because it sucks. <laughs> 
Power Stone's awful. Power Stone's, a, uh, like, shit. I think, I just, let's just say every weapon in Mega Man 8 that isn't, like, Charge Kick and... The ball. Charge Kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the Mega Ball's great. What are you talking that's about? That's what I said. The, you said any weapon in Mega Man 8 that's not this, assuming that all the weapons in Mega Man 8 are bad. Yes, the Charge Kick. The charge Kick is in 5. Oh, sorry, I said, I meant to say 5. Yeah, okay. All right, we're on the same page. Yeah, weapons in 5 suck. Um, charge kick also kind of sucks to the record. I just think it's interesting. I just think it's different. The problem is that it it doesn't. It, it, you're not protected from damage when you use it. Yeah. So if oh, you don't top kill spin. an enemy immediately, top spin. We gotta top put spin. that in the top spin weapons. is funny as fuck because the energy just <gasps> dies if you use it. <laughs> if it doesn't kill the enemy immediately, it just drains everything. I played you have. Mega Man three at least fifteen times. I have no buggy idea how how top spin works. So the way that top spin works is you are supposed to attack enemies from the side with the spin. You shouldn't land directly on them because if you land directly on them, it just drains your energy. <laughs> and if it doesn't kill them immediately, it drains your enemy as well as it deals frame damage. What a cracked fucking dummy weapon. Also, guts, guts throw. Uh, we got to put that in the way. Guts throw weapons. makes sense. Guts throw and hyper bomb, which is funny because that Mega Man one has such great weapons but also two of them are terrible. are terrible yeah um but but the rest of the, the, the other four i think more than make up for it i think uh, oh absolutely so there's good. some of the best in the series oh uh, they're so good um the bomb just uh, honestly i think by uh, also i think most weapon that's true it's not even like I that think bad. most weapons in, slow i think most weapons in six are pretty fucking bad oh they're all yeah. just like a straight shot yeah they're literally just all the same yeah and honestly that game you that game's kind of kind of different that game has a different feel it's, to it. it's about the power because armor. it's about the power armor and which i like using i do like using it is fun it, you, the game is oh, a little certainly. over reliant on it but i think it just gives the game in the grand scheme of Mega Man, it makes the, playing it a, just feel a bit different than the other it gives it a bit more of a flavor um but I, I'm with you. The powers in six aren't super aren't super great. Uh, Mega Man Eight, I think, is underrated. I I like. There's a lot I think to like about Eight. I really love the music in Eight. I think like I think the only thing to dislike about Eight, and this is just me, is I think that there is officially such a thing as two anime, and it's not like Xenoblade Chronicles Two. It's like Mega Man Eight, where that just is so painfully '90s anime, anime that like it's just like at times I'm just like, why wow, I hate looking at this. We need to check the energy readings, Meg Man. <laughs> yeah, we checked the energy readings, Meg Man. If you want to be a true quackhead, head on down. Make sure to follow us on 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 Twitter and and on 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 the Discord. But where can I find more episodes? That's a good question. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. And the, and the duo, yep. duo, like, is, like, two feet away from the mic. And <laughs> well, like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll do my duo impression. I'll do my duo impression. So you come, Mega Man. I cannot believe that I found you. Dude, you know what you sound like right now? You sound like some fucking 15-year-old who's trying to record a machinima <laughs> in his room. Like oh no wait I have to end this story on my machinima thing okay please because I I think I I think I mentioned this ages ago but I was in a fucking horribly downvoted machinima horribly downvoted called, is it still up can we find it you can it's called brawl hacks I think or just hacks search machinima brawl hacks and I play Popo the ice climber 
is it is it is it Dustnor's destinations from eleven years ago? No, I, I don't think so. It's probably not up anymore. Damn. Until yeah, it, it, lost was, media, lost media, everybody. Lost media, the wiki. Lost media. <laughs> Hacks, starring Psycho Gino. Yo, Miles. Re, re, so, real quick, all your all your let's plays and stuff. That's all lost media, right? From your content, it's all lost media. Damn, all lost media. Damn. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm pissed. The, I'm tra- of all the stuff that's lost media for my content over the years that at least went a public online because there I did make videos for about eight nine months before YouTube, which I've I've my dad might have the hard drive that used to be on that laptop. I remember it vaguely him mentioning that he saved it, but I don't have the heart to ask if he a has it and b check if it still works. I'd rather just assume that that content still exists somewhere. Um, but I made a Let's Play of Super Mario Galaxy 2 back in the day that is no longer available to watch, and then I made a whole secondary Let's Play channel, um, when I was in 8th grade, where I Let's Played, like, Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 10 and Sonic Adventure, but what's so funny about the Sonic Adventure Let's Play, sorry, I'm, like, just having all these memories flash back to me, was, <laughs> I, I, I basically, I, I was under some kind of weird bet or th- rule with myself where I'm like, fuck, I need to upload the entirety of my Sonic Adventure Let's Play before the end of my winter break, because I finished the recording like i finished recording perfect chaos or whatever and this was a 23 24 part lp i finished it the day the last day of school for winter break and the entirety of winter break goes by i don't do anything and then i'm like fuck i gotta get this stuff out and so i just start rendering this these shitty camcorder let's play videos out but i'm like oh I found a way that I was like, oh, whoa, if I do the render this way, it's so much faster. So the, back in the day, the big Let's Play was rendered, like the parts that had big and like tails in them were rendered at like 144p. So you could not <laughs> see <laughs> like, like we're talking camcorder quality that was already shit that was super fucking pixelated. You're watching a mosaic, basically, of an eighth, eighth grader speak to himself as you watch this mosaic. Um, God, the good old days. Can't sad that content's oh, gone. I miss, I miss, I miss having no self awareness and no self consciousness. Yeah, just saying whatever. You know what's so funny? Growing, growing, growing up, you see all these people make cringy mistakes around you, and you're like, God, I'll never be that guy. And then you look back, and you become 24 years old, and you realize, oh fuck. I was. I was. And you know what's gonna happen when I when I'm when I'm twenty nine? I'm gonna look back and say, damn, I still was at twenty four and the cycle will continue to repeat itself at infinite. We're gonna look at this podcast and be like, what the fuck were we thinking? Dude, that but unironically, dude. Like that's the fucking no, thing. Anyways, if you want to ask what the fuck we were thinking of for this week's episode for making it like two and a half hours long for no good reason, join the Discord, please. Join the Discord. We literally had a whole Elden Ring discussion plus another episode for you. Get fucked. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey, hey. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey. 
Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she open up so hot, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five.